What's going on beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the After You Cast. Sat down with another special guest <laughs> and today we're going to be sitting down having a different type of conversation because we're both hosts yep. and you know it's a unique perspective that we don't often get to see quite a lot so it's going to be really good to sit down with my guy Brian and um, yep. kind of highlight those things but without further ado we always do our introductions. Please introduce yourself to the brother. Right, uh, my name is Brian and I host a, a podcast called Drive by Brian. Uh, essentially, I interview guests as we are at the moment. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's I've had a few episodes, so please check it out. And yeah, it's just a free-flowing conversation type of podcast. Mm. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, we really got a chance to tap in. I mean, we'll get into some more of the details as we get into the conversation. But um, long story short, this is why... Um, you need to believe in things that you're putting out there into the atmosphere because certain conversations that you have, you don't necessarily know who's always paying attention or listening. Exactly. And down the line, opportunities can come out of what presumes to be nowhere, but there is always some reason, there's always some cause for why we tend to want to do the things that we do. So what I would say is, you know, believe in your passion, believe in the things that you're creating. So, you know, you can get to a point but you can actually start to reap some rewards and gain some value back for the things that you do and also meet the right kind of people so yeah. you know that's that is that's so key um but yeah man let's um jump straight into the conversation no, i know no. you've got a bunch of questions i've got questions it's going to be a bit more of a unique <laughs> conversation and i hope yeah. some people get to learn from it but um as we're both hosts you know we talked before we came on here like how do we do this do we ask questions should i interview you interview me yeah. but we'll just kind of let it flow naturally kind of ask questions back and forth and 100%. give you guys a perspective of what a host would think of you know what i mean 100 percent um thanks for having me again um it's good it all started from actually i was taking my daughter to a local park yeah and i came across your yourself and i think you were with a friend another lady okay and like you were just saying how you conduct yourself so actually made me think oh who is this guy this is this not your regular type of person that I come across in this area so then I just had my ears out and I thought this is a, you know it's a good brother here talking some real deep stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yeah and little did I know we'll be sitting here today <laughs> it's a small world and like you said it opens up opportunities yeah um, so true one of the questions I actually had mm-hmm. is based on your social media mm. You have a a quote or a saying that says, "Manners maketh the man," <laughs> and yes, I can see why. Could mm-hmm. you uh, could you elaborate a little bit on that one? Yeah, absolutely. So, anyone who hasn't seen, um, it's actually a quote from the movie The Kingsman, right? Um, and it's just kind of something that has stuck with me. But um, long story short, I've always kind of been raised in that environment of being aware of where you are, being aware of the kind of content and the way that you want to be perceived. Mm. I think that we're dealing in a time today where a lot of people are trying to break free of judgment. Yeah. I think a lot of people want to be able to move in the world without being judged or fear of being judged by others. But I think initially that's kind of impossible, if that mm. makes sense, you know? So we're always going to be judged regardless if we want to or not. Yeah, and I, I take the stance that if, I, if you are going to judge me you're going to judge the best version of me yeah. I'm not going to allow you to judge me slacking mm. and me just messing around and 
saying a lot of things and acting in a way that I wouldn't necessarily act or the way that I want to. Right. So when I say manners make of man, it's actually a quote that is said in a movie and um, essentially meant to allude to, to be a gentleman, to be respectful, to, to mm. have manners, to have decency. Mm. Um, a lot of things that can kind of get laughed at being honest like no it's true online it's like you gotta be cool you gotta be the guy you gotta be getting to the bag <laughs> all these nice statements that sound good but yeah ultimately behind all of that you know a lot of people are you know going through tough times they're struggling 100 you know? percent, and i think it's a it's a kind of a like a facade like a an image that you're portraying mm -hmm. and how long can, can you sustain that exactly. image and like you're saying if certain individuals are watching you mm -hmm. uh whether it'll be family friends like we were saying beforehand that you could be having your little cousins or little sisters watching what you're portraying out on social media mm -hmm. where you're angling at a certain crowd but it's out in the open and judgment is it's out there it's been said continuous yeah yeah it's out there and that so that so when i say the manners make of man it's uh it it's the manners precede you mm. sometimes it's like you can say certain things and win people over when you get a chance to speak to them in the flesh. For example, you could have maybe come into this meeting or this conversation with me and you. Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure about this guy. Like, yeah. if I put out a bit more of a, you know, shady, let's say, image or something that was harder to actually figure out who I am, yeah. then you'd come in with more questions. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you? Like, is this guy actually who he says he is? He's actually yeah. going to be congruent to the things he says online. And, you know, then you can win people over. However, there are certain things with certain people, they would just disqualify you straight mm. off the bat. You know, I've been I've been raised in um, an environment around quote unquote wealthy people, quote unquote intelligent people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, suburbs, but also around a lot of working class people as well. So yeah, you know, I've got that healthy balance of understanding the the grit, determination, and brawn that it takes for a young man to find his goals and to get to where he needs. Yeah. but then also you know, the decency and respect and manners to be able to conduct yourself in the right way in certain environments. It, it, well, talking of environments, we're in Slough at the moment mm -hmm. and I don't know where, I think if you're gonna put it into context of London, mm -hmm. London would say Slough is not great. 100%, a lot of places outside of Slough <laughs> want that pick, pick stones at Slough. Or I'll give you a bit of my background. My, my mother mm -hmm. moved from Zimbabwe, so I'm African. Nice. Cool. She moved straight into Slough because there was a huge African community right here. Mm -hmm. um, so it's essentially still home to me. I only live a couple of miles away from here. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'll, as I was driving to come to this conversation, mm -hmm. I saw little spots that, you know, when I was growing up, this is still home. Yeah, man. So most people would say, all right, it's Slough, it's a dump. It's, you know. Yeah. But yeah, how did you that. break through that stereotype of you're in Slough, mm -hmm. but yeah, your personality still you know didn't just follow what the general crowd are doing yeah i'd say it started off from parents that's right. definitely the most important factor is um you know i was raised with strong caribbean parents Ooh. um and very similar to african parents yeah, yeah it's slightly yeah. different in, in certain with certain things but yeah i was lucky to be raised by um a strong caribbean family setup that was uh is support was available Mm. Most most Caribbeans will know this. Like support is always available in the community if you conduct yourself the right way. Okay. Um, and then coming from the Christian background, I was always kind of respectful 
of what my elders thought of yeah. what the people around me thought so as much as I've grown up in an area that could be considered a bit rough and yeah. tumble yeah. and a bit gritty um, there's certain values and certain ways that you have to carry yourself um, that I kind of picked up quite early um, I was an only child for a good amount of time okay so up until I was about eight or nine until siblings started coming mm -hmm. so I think um, one being on my own at first I, I definitely remember my early years being a little bit more spoiled if you will because I was the only kid <laughs> the only I, was, child, yeah. I was the only one there and it was yeah. like a lot of family members aunties uncles and stuff that would I'd be able to go to different places so yeah. over time I realised that uh, you know as siblings came around now it's about kind of setting a certain image yeah um, kind of finding your lane and yeah I think in terms of going to your question in terms of being able to avoid it mm. I think to be honest I have to kind of pay a lot of respect and thanks to the people who came before me you know like family members and such forth because yeah. they kind of give you that first start of what to expect mm -hmm. and then I think you kind of take it from there of course like it's not all like all down to your environment yeah it comes a lot down to who you're who you are as a person yeah for me personally I've never looked at anything like it was an obstacle if I can actually work towards finding um, you know finding that that mechanism for change yeah if that makes sense so I've grown up in Slough I've gone to St Mary's primary school um, family and parents helped me to kind of get into a position mm. through tutoring through extra help through okay. all sorts of different things yeah to kind of get into different schooling environments and be able to avoid a lot of you know the quote-unquote <laughs> rough stuff that we, we we see and like the reasons why Slough has a stigma um, so I kind of half avoided it that way yeah so I'd say partly family was the number one important part of having that core stable group around me yeah and then two is personal decision making yeah you know um, looking around seeing like what you actually want to start to gain from life I got into football so mm. I was always around strong communities of people that were ambitious and wanted to go places but I was also always the anomaly so right yeah yeah I, I, and most black yeah. people understand this and resonate it's yeah. when, when you um, when you start to climb the ladder in terms of uh, social hierarchies social mm. class groups when mm. you're in school work whatever you tend to find that you're more on your own uh, yeah I, I completely agree and um, if I give you a little bit of background to me and in the same context how did I end up being even a host on a podcast and conducting myself the way I do mm -hmm. which I'd like unless I get some feedback how I conduct myself um, so I didn't go to a grammar school or have the tuition or anything like that I actually went yeah. to a local school Wexham yeah, man. and but the way I navigated my way through the school system mm -hmm. being surrounded with those characters mm -hmm. was through humour actually I made people I like smile I made people yeah. laugh yeah it's uh, a good way yeah. Not at my own, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying like making fun of yourself. Not but. fun of myself, but I just made people relax. Up, you know, yeah. I, I let them be themselves. They can take down the guard mm -hmm. and actually, like you were saying, some people put on the show. The facade. But yeah. when you come across Brian, you don't need to put on the show. Let's that's just it. talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like that. Um, that's how I navigated it. And obviously, as soon as you come out of school, it's a different environment. Yeah. I can conduct myself just as fine because mm -hmm. now I'm in a professional office environment mm. and that's actually worked great for me mm. because 
the people skill it translated into having conversations in the office yeah um and actually it still happens to this day mm -hmm. i can speak to the ceo mm -hmm. <laughs> and i can speak to the cleaner in the same mm. manner because i respect the person mm -hmm. behind take away the title mm -hmm. Somehow it's translated from school into the workplace and it's got me places because I've been authentically myself. Um, that's so true. I it's mean, been very, yeah, I've been blessed with that at least. Yeah, brother. Yeah. I mean, that's huge, man. When you talked about speaking with the CEO and the cleaner, like, yeah, that's, me, the that's spectrums of people, but I see people, I don't see titles. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. That's a huge one. I mean, having that ability to have the humility. Because you say, I, I even see it with people that sometimes um, you're in interactions with. Mm. Like, they almost need the, the community group to, like, condone or to, like, support their ways of thinking, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's almost like, say we're sitting in a group mm. and there's a bunch of us and somebody comes into the room wearing something outlandish or crazy. Mm. Yeah, super crazy bright colours, whatever. You know... If a, if a couple of us in there like we're like oh look at that person that's crazy that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Mad. like it's group dynamic thinking and it's yeah. essentially oh yeah 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 it's crazy yeah and, and it can be especially in early years in school seen as um picking on it can turn into bullying it can turn into um just essentially um isolating people mm. because they don't fit into a certain core group and dynamic and i was able to i think navigate through all of that by um, adaptability and being versatile. Mm. So I was always trained from parents and stuff. Hey, you know, this is the way certain people are going to look at you mm. in this environment. This is the way you're going to be received here. So I think I always found a way to to be seen as valuable in every environment I'm in. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. For example, you just mentioned at school. Yeah. I could be cool enough to be on the playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And athletic enough to be yeah one of the cool kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the in the classroom. I had the decency and respect to know, hey, my, you know, my parents didn't mess around to just get me in here for no, That's for no reason. Sound, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and just mess around with that opportunity. So it was a constant shift and divide because the playground kids that you're cool with, mm. when you go into the classroom, I could, I, I could switch into being a good student, yeah, and paying attention and not wanting to get involved in the class chit chat, yeah. So the, the boys that like playing, yeah. they look at you slightly different now, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like. How's right, you fit in with this? us, yeah. <laughs> but then you also come in here and fit in with them, and you're here with the nerds, and it's just like yeah. I don't know how to kind of take someone like yeah. that. And then you can kind of, unfortunately, some people can label you as being wishy-washy, mm. or you're willing to just jump into different groups or whatever fits fake. the day and it's being like the fake narrative. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I just think it's a lack of education. Mm. I think it's a lack of um, patience and humility and training. A lot of people aren't trained to be open-minded and trained to that's, be versatile. That's the key word, open-minded. Um, like you're saying, if you're shaped by whatever's in your household and you just, you know, you carry on with that narrative and if you're not open-minded to discover new things or talk to different people, that's another thing, actually. Mm -hmm. in, in the school, I used to talk to everybody, mm -hmm. again, the nerds, yep. the cool kids, yep. you know, like everybody. Yep. But I wasn't a, a, a footballer like okay. you. Yeah. So I had to use my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I had to conduct myself. So I guess, yeah, mm -hmm. through training of just talking and talking and, yeah. and just watching and analysing people, mm -hmm. uh, just, yeah, silently working my way through it. Just and figuring out who figure you are. Out and and yeah, and it's gotten to where I am today. Yeah, 
Uh, I've got one of my other qu- one, one of the questions I wanted to know is uh, yeah. minds to motion. Did I say it correctly? Yeah, mind to motions. Mind to motions. Yeah, it's all about mental health. Yes. How did you? Where does that stem from? What is it personally your thing? As yeah. In a personal thing to you, mm-hmm. or is it just a, that you worked in the industry, or I think it was um, a little bit of both. It was um, it was what was kind of because it kind of coincided around COVID-19 when that started to you know come around as a thing and around the lockdowns and things like that basically um, one of my favourite music artists is is an artist called Roots Maneuver oh yeah and um, it's another musician I was introduced to from a young age from my dad and um, some of my dad's friends in that circle and it's like underground rap Mm. um, from a Caribbean British artist so there was a lot of like uh, relativity in there which relates to you know where we come from because my long story short my family are from the Caribbean particularly Mm. Jamaica Barbados Antigua so having somebody that resonates with the the way that you sound Mm -hmm. is important so particularly in music so long story short um, he has a song called Mind Emotions okay and essentially I wanted to encapsulate that concept into an actual visual project because a lot of us have ideas thoughts and they never really translate anywhere and yeah i thought it was a perfect name to be able to have something that begins mentally mm. and as a thought process yeah and then can develop actually into a real action and as opposed to being a buzzword or catchy phrase or title I yeah. wanted to turn it into something that was more meaningful and valuable um, more impactful mm-hmm. so essentially it was mental health discussions I started off the first five episodes um, were on my YouTube channel um, and I've just filmed just finished filming the sixth one actually okay. um, but the first five were meant to be a, initially a foundation just to set out and to put out my personal thoughts on what I believe mental health awareness to be from my current state of thinking so right. I didn't want to be disrespectful by throwing my opinions out of what's there yeah. I kind of wanted to give what my thoughts were on based on what I know mm. so it was essentially just it's turning and turning into a project about mental illness mental health awareness and probably even general health awareness as well Yeah, just starting off with myself as I said and then as things progress I would like to bring more people on who are a bit more knowledgeable yeah about the specifics the science the you know the stats and the figures behind it so that we can have like an educated conversation about um genuinely what mental health is because i think it's i it's getting thrown a little bit into a buzzword category where it's like it's being used to add levity to what you're building correct but there isn't much of an explanation for what it is yeah it's so vague to say i have mental health issues yeah i think it's kind of diluting the seriousness it is of, it. of some people that genuinely have it and yeah it, I don't like that I don't like the fact that certain people are genuinely going through these things and they don't have the resolve to get up and to just use it as a word and go about their day they're yeah, actually yeah. going through it to the point it affects their day yeah so I wanted to create a project that could speak to those individuals um, and just highlight some of those points that mental health is you know, highlighting um, in terms of fear anxiety mm. um, stress worry of finance um, 
so many categories that especially in today's world we have mm. to worry about now so yeah long story short it just turned into Minds Emotions as essentially a mental health awareness and a mental illness mm. um, platform for discussion and um, so you turned it into something visual yeah. for people yeah no, I love that I love that what's um, essentially because I run a drive-by Brian podcast yeah, which started off in my car with some microphones I like and that. I just went for a drive like it. but the word drive also has another meaning which is what's driving you what's mm-hmm. pushing you towards a certain goal or yeah. target mm-hmm. and if I was to ask you Theo today <clears throat> what's your motive what's your what's your drive what's the reason what's your why behind all this mm-hmm. behind the podcast behind mm-hmm. the creativity mm-hmm. I would say that my purpose is essentially it's kind of funny is actually mm. recently I've been thinking about this and um, okay. it takes a bit of time I think in life I just recently well, I turned 30 last year mm. and I definitely have felt a shift in how I conduct myself right and also um, the willingness to enter into certain projects and then also willingness to say no to certain other ones uh. I feel like I was in a period of exploration for a while where I was just trying to figure out okay does this work trial mm. and error those sorts of things mm-hmm. and then I've kind of got to a point recently where I'm kind of discovering more of what I'm good at doing and I think my calling or my true purpose is to be able to do what I'm doing now which is yeah. sit be able to bridge and have conversations with people from vast different backgrounds yeah um, I think it's a, there is a skill in being able to have a conversation with somebody who uh, you know from anybody on the street from any regular day-to-day person to, like you said, a wealthy CEO, um, an inventor, an investor, yeah. um, somebody who is is perceived clout. So I think my true purpose and my calling is to be able to bridge and create these conversations between um, a dynamic and a group of people that we don't really talk about a lot. Um, I mean, we talked about this briefly when we came on. Mm. I've never felt like I fit into the quote-unquote status or what they label black men to be mm. because unfortunately we have to have <coughs> a narrative that fits what they tell us yeah so essentially if you are too intelligent if you're too well spoken <laughs> yeah if you're um, too disciplined as a black individual black male particularly um, you're an anomaly mm. you know we, we're going to cast you over here put over here because we don't want the maybe the general dynamic of what black men are to become what that is. Yeah. We maybe are yeah. quite happy. <laughs> With it's, what, well, yeah. it's financially the, beneficial. Like you know, if you're ill disciplined and yeah. unwilling to have um to engage in long term commitments, conversations, um, you know, family, all of these different mm. factors, they it's kind of easy to push and manoeuvre and move you into places, pop you over here for a little bit, yeah. just throw you over there and, oh, you know, support one or two of your projects. Yeah. When deep down, five years down the line, is it going to be, is it still going to be sustainable? Yeah. So I think that there is a, there's a, for me personally, I want to put my message out because I know there are other hundreds of thousands, if not millions mm. of young black boys who won't quote unquote fit in the, the stereotype of what, they're telling us that we should be yeah so as i said i think for me it's about the versatility and showcasing that yes we can look a certain way but when you open your mouth 
Mm. It's very important. We have a finite amount of time on this planet. No one knows what it is. Correct. So, you know, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's in 10 years or 50 years from now, we don't know when our, when the day is coming mm. for us to, to, to go on to another place. So I always try to make as much value and create as much value in that time and not mm. waste it. Um, like I said, you brought up the essence of being comedic. Yeah. And, you know, I love that because it's been able to allow black people, I think, to navigate into certain paths yeah. without fear of being looked at a certain way. And, you know, I, I can highly respect that. But if you notice, a lot of um, black men tend to get kind of pushed towards entertainment. Yes, indeed. Because yeah. it's just easier to handle, easier to deal with. So for me, my purpose essentially, um, reiterating it, is, you know, to bridge conversations, to, to create a voice for individuals like myself, mm-hmm. um, regardless of race or religion, just young people, young males, mm-hmm. um, who have a voice that isn't necessarily fits the stereotypes. Stereotype, yeah. You know, uh, particularly for young black males, for me, that's, that's kind of my goal to be able to inspire and show people a different way of how you can, uh, you can navigate and how you can just conduct yourself. Correct. I mean, like you're saying, entertainment is number one in this day and age and it's easy, consumable mm. and for example, this conversation that we're having here, mm. it takes a certain type of person who's going to view it for the length of time it is without having the, you know, the certain buzzwords or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. certain music or the certain edits that keeps their attention. Yeah, like the trendy talking points. Yeah, for example. So I guess you're going in a lane that is, you, you can, it has longevity in it because... How long are you en- are you going to be entertaining these people? You know, like how long can you make them laugh? How long can yeah, you entertain them? Because for? there'll be always somebody who's gonna who's gonna be the new trend yeah. mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah. So I respect that, man. Yeah, man. I, just, I appreciate yeah. that. Man. No, real talk. It's um, coming from where we come from. Yeah. It's it's so unique of a struggle um, because you take the whole world. Of course, our struggle is, is is nowhere near as as serious as what some other people in the world are dealing with. Mm. Um, however, I don't think it's to be discredited the struggle that you go through. Everyone's uniquely different mm. in terms of their environments. So, just because you you're raised in a quote unquote first world country mm. in a so called environment that is perceived to have money or wealth mm. doesn't necessarily mean that you have access to any of it. <laughs> yeah you know uh, I know loads of people have grown up in and around Slough I mean we're right around a lot of people don't know this but in Slough we have probably some of the most elite professionals in the world mm. and when I say that I mean I'm not exaggerating I'm talking about we have everything from Pinewood Studios yes to yeah. production houses to hospital care we're in the Royal County yeah the Royal County of Berkshire Berkshire yeah you know, the Queen chooses this part of the land to to live yeah. and call home. That's incredible, yeah, because you know, protected animals, yeah. protected wildlife, reserves, you yeah. look at Clifton National Trust, you yeah. look at our national parks, they're all protected places because incredible. we live in a part of the world where luckily, um, <laughs> this is the part of the world they kinda chose to capitalize yeah. from <laughs> AKA the capital, the you know so it kind of gets to a point where 
you can be in and around greatness and and around things that um, can improve your life and to to give you a more sustainable long-term future Mm -hmm. but you can kind of just get a taste of it or see it Mm. and a lot of people come from where we come from that's that's kind of what happens they end up kind of moving around seeing people that have money seeing people that have status seeing people that um, have built up successful futures but getting the in to get that opportunity is so difficult because it's about personality it's about relationships and trust that is built up over time so if you don't have that discipline you're kind of setting yourself up for failure where we live you know yeah. if you're looking for it to be a little bit more entertaining yeah. I mean probably America and other parts of <laughs> yeah. the world are a bit more suitable for you yeah because you know, they're number one at that, that angle of that's it, their game like yeah, it entertain um, excite yeah that's the, that's the game in America because and into whatever they're into mm-hmm. they've got to build those traditions you know, yeah. it's a younger um, place in terms of establishment and country so mm. you know you look at the UK it's old traditions and it takes a long time to kind of get to that point of figuring out um, what your purpose is what your goals are and actually how to get to them so mm. as I said just rounding this back to how that relates to myself and Slough is um I said we're in a very unique position where you can walk outside right now and see a bunch of homeless people yeah. that are wandering around from top CEOs, ex-Olympians that are going to take their kids to Black Park. Yeah. So it's like... It's a mixture of... And you, a lot of people don't know who these people are. Yeah. So we tend to see the bad stuff. So we tend to see, as we just mentioned, the homeless people walking around, but, you know the streets not looking as clean and as, as fancy as nice as they should be but ultimately the people that live in and around our area though are some of the most successful people of course in our country 100% I mean if you're going to go a little bit further out well we've got Windsor what else is around Maidenhead Gerrard's Cross mm-hmm. Beaconsfield mm-hmm. so yeah it's like a we're we're in the middle we're right in the centre <laughs> yeah yeah. We're, I, I like to say we're, we're like the energy yeah, and I think a smart man would kind of just look at those little pockets of areas that you're surrounded by and mm-hmm. see how you can navigate your way outside like yourself. Mm-hmm. Yourself and I could speak to these individuals around and kind of gain their respect. Precisely. Unless we do the stereotype thing and just keep, you know. Yeah, stay in our lane. Yeah. Stay where they want you to be. Exactly. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's limiting long term. And there comes a time where I've realised that anybody that I I look back on that I knew growing up, mm. you know, kind of took that route of entertainment or fun comedy. Mm. Unless it's authentic, it is, really isn't going to last. Like, yeah. if you really that's who you are, yeah, that's great because you know that is an important part of society. But I think what happens is a lot of people do it because they think it's going to be a quicker way to get to where they want a faster way I could cut this corner but I can get these a group of people to buy into me yeah. quicker but it doesn't work like that like the world doesn't work like that you know you, we're all ruled and governed essentially by our production mm. and what we actually put out that's what I was saying at the beginning of this like man is making for the man in terms of your energy and your atmosphere precedes you mm. sometimes so you go into certain rooms 
people just genuinely get a vibe off. Yeah, of you. you don't even have to say. A word. Don't have to say a thing. Yeah. Like how you're dressed and conducted, it can be good and bad, and depending on the person, doesn't always mean. Or even sorry, even if you put out good energy, doesn't always mean you're going to receive. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. Because not everyone's in the right in the same frame of mind. Correct. So you could put out that positive message and then it either falls on deaf ears or you're met with jealousy, you're met with all these other different things as well too. So you always have to be on your P's and Q's and and I I like to rather operate this way because I know the people I'm dealing with, I can accurately judge where their heads are at. Mm. If they're constantly always in fun mode, always in entertainment mode, always Mm. wanna just joke around, for me, I find that difficult to like, as a person to like, side with to actually work with you because mm. it's almost like you're distracting away from sometimes who you are to yeah, just yeah. make someone laugh yeah. or to be funny and you know as I said if it works and that's who you are and it's authentic great mm. but I think as I said a lot of people are doing it because it's kind of a quick way to kind of get sure, people's God. attention yeah and like no. I said, like our attention span is very, very so limited now, man. Very limited and so limited. very, very short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Hence, get shorter. Yeah, yeah. Hence, TikTok. Why is TikTok doing so well? Because mm-hmm. it's easy consumable. Yeah, attention man. span is just yeah. It's crazy. I guess it works for the company. It keeps people's eyes. Yeah. And on their platform. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. But what what what, what you don't see is. Mm-hmm. As a consumer of such things, mm-hmm. you are the product. You don't realise it. You think you're just having fun, but why is your attention on something else? Why are you not? It's your time. Why can't you take your attention? Exactly. And this is enough. And it's a finite thing. It's your time. Yeah. Your time is so valuable yep. in, the, in the 24 hours that you have. True. And what you choose to do with it... Mm-hmm. Can't get that time back. No. You can't get it back, mm-hmm. but then you can't turn back and say, why don't you have the certain things that you want it done or the certain goals or the why haven't you achieved anything mm-hmm. because you're consuming yeah 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 oh, that's the so wrong much. things yeah that's a great point you <laughs> yeah. bring up I mean um, especially when it comes to consumption yeah we're in a time right now where consumption rules essentially what you consume will, will eventually rule you and mm. it's only a matter of time um, so essentially what I mean is whatever your passion or you're, you're engaged in or whatever you feel motivated to do on a daily basis, mm-hmm. that's going to essentially consume you over time and it can consume you in a good way or it can be bad. Mm. And if there is passion and, and a story to be told and you're helping to uplift people, yeah. you're coaching, educating, teaching, whatever, you know, that, that's, that's a good thing because yeah. you're consuming yourself in something that gives and you know, provides something for the world Correct. of value. However, if you end up just browsing the internet, surfing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. surfing social media, um, my fear is that for some people, they don't have the discipline instilled already to be able to go into these platforms and to make calculated decisions Correct. about what they actually like or don't like. I think yes. they're just, I think they're yeah. just exploring and they're waiting to see what comes next. You know, scrolling through the timeline. Oh, mm. what's the next video? They don't know. Yeah, you know, I. I like to calculate as much as I can. There's always going to be room for new things and you try mm. new things, that's great. But for example, in my feeds of mm. content on social media, YouTube, yeah. Instagram, whatever it is, yeah. I only really tend to watch and engage in things from people that I know. 
and okay. content that I actually want to want pursue. to engage in. Yeah. So if I, I, I won't sit on YouTube and watch recommended videos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think essentially it ends up being recommended videos based on content that you already watch. Yeah, exactly. So the algorithm does show you things that you, the particular you will like. Yeah, that you'd like. Mm -hmm. So can you blame them? No. No, you can't. I know that's a it bit, just shows exactly you who you really about. are, really. Exactly. That's what I said about it being consuming you without. See, I have no issue with anything. Um, basically, consuming you in a in a way because you've made that decision for those things to consume me for the most part. Yeah. But what's scary about social media is a lot of a lot of us now are starting to basically be pulled and pushed into places that we don't even really know yes <laughs> what, what the purpose behind it is of course you like know? you can you can you can you could be watching your content that you like to see mm -hmm. but you can they can shift the angle a little bit without you even knowing mm -hmm. or, you know throw in the video that you you, you didn't know throw in a little video yeah. here or there and be like what's this so the algorithm was not essentially it's not really in your control so no. yes they, they're helping they're helping you watch the content that you want to watch but yeah. they can easily they can shift that. Shift your mindset. Shift the way you. It's what was the most recent thing is um is that Elon Musk yeah. just bought Twitter. Yep, forty four bill. Yes. Wow. And uh, he's talking about he wants to make it better, make it an open conversation, make it able to edit your tweets, mm -hmm. etc., and things like that. But with that much power, with that many eyes in your pot, in in your in every single person's pocket, mm -hmm. you you've got the game. Basically, yeah. you, you can maneuver things. More control than the narrative, yeah. Control the narrative more than what the news can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that's where we're putting. Yeah, the news is useless. It's I don't, yeah, it's the social the news man. anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't. Remember, I mean, maybe our grandparents, like, Possibly. sit down and maybe watch the news because it's like an old pastime type thing. Yeah, but you won't catch young people sitting and tuning into ITV news. No, they're scrolling over Twitter, Instagram, that's or it. the social platforms. Or they'll type it in to find the information that they're looking for so like yeah yeah like you said we're kind of ruled in government like by um consumption now and you're either in you kind of got two options really mm. you're in the frame of uh production and creation yeah or consumption you're essentially one in the two lanes you either produce content or you consume, consume content. content yeah and most people consume content yeah. And this is where I think mental health has got to such an um, incredibly dangerous level because you're overwhelming people with content that they're not even getting to like physically, tangibly connect to. Yeah. They're just, everything's digital. Thousand miles away in some room with a group of people talking about something <laughs> that they enjoy, but they'll never meet them. Correct. They don't have a desire to meet them or, um, and they don't have to. <laughs> the world's yeah. telling you you don't yeah. have to anymore so I think that that removes a certain part like we're having this conversation here yeah there's certain things that will be stuck in our memory banks mm. permanently whereas you watch something online I'm sure how many videos did you watch on YouTube yesterday I'm sure you watched mm. some mm. do you remember everything about each video like no just most people pick up specs, pick up a few yeah. things like yeah. oh yeah I watched this video on this yeah, and yeah, you'll probably yeah. get the general point of it yeah but it's unlikely that we've actually retained a lot of the information we actually need to to use moving forward. Yeah. So what happens? Well, 
they fill that, plug that gap with lots of filler. So when we're online, we're just getting lots of reminders of content that we've already watched before. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like refreshing. So imagine if you went to school, they give you an exam and then they're constantly just giving you a new exam every day. <laughs> there's no rever- there's no revising anymore. There's no yeah. sit and actually absorb the information and be able to make a decision based off of what you've learned. It's yeah. kind of just like take of what it is absorb that in and move yeah. on add it, to, add it to your you know your inventory <laughs> yeah as opposed to your actually your, your database of what you know yeah so it's like when you're pressed and when you're hard pressed in reality you're only going to re- re- fall back on the things you know mm. so if you haven't built up enough if you haven't gone through um, your 10,000 hours mm. if you haven't committed to something long term and you're just bouncing around trying loads of different projects mm-hmm. you, you reach that day where you're like what have I actually done yeah because it sounds great I was doing this for 10 years and I've met all these cool people I've been on holiday <laughs> I've travelled here and yeah. what have I done though just stayed busy just been you've just busy. been busy and spending and consuming yep. other people's content correct and what they put out you know so you need to Look, be able to look back and the thing is I love about the content I create now is that mm. it's documenting yeah you know it's documentation of I can look back and I can see improvements because I can see from season one alright cool well, maybe I shouldn't film it that way yeah maybe I need to pay attention to how I'm setting it up moving forward correct but most people if I'm being honest they wouldn't they, they don't even want to get through a full season of anything and then do another one it's like I want season one to bang. Yeah. Everyone must love it. It must go viral. Yeah. And now I've got a wicked production studio. People want to interview me. Yeah. I can get celebs on. Yeah, it's it doesn't work that but way. But if you told them, hey, it's going to take you 10 seasons to do that. What? 10? Yeah. Nah, man. They want it now. It's, it's that fast. 10. It's nine, that instant, 10. I ain't got time for 10. It's like gratification sort of thing. I want it now. Precisely. What am I waiting 10 seasons for? And then guess what? Yeah. You don't actually invest in anything and it's still going to take you that much time, if not longer. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're wasting time, if anything. You, you need to find something um, that there is a purpose behind what you do mm-hmm. and it relates to your passion. I think there's two parts of it. I think a lot of people say follow your passion, mm-hmm. but sometimes. Your passion, let's be honest, doesn't make money. No, no, no. It doesn't earn enough for what you want to do in life. Correct. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, that's what I love, but I can't do it all the time. I'm going to have to, like, find a way to work towards doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, I've got to do something that has some value in it. So I think the two need to come together. Finding something that has value, finding something that mixes with your passion, Mm -hmm. and then sandwiching the two together. So I think that's kind of why I've got to this point of feeling comfortable because I'm utilising things that I'm passionate about mm-hmm. um, art creativity having yeah. conversations with people that are open minded and can help me to learn things about the world of course but at the same time there's value behind it because somebody else out there listening there's some young person right now mm-hmm. that's just like wow yeah you know what yeah it makes some sense you know yeah. maybe I'll do this maybe I'll change that and it frees them up to be you know, to be whoever they want to be and exactly. see that there's certain individuals out there that... That think differently. That think differently and you can relate to us. That's it. That's it. And it's relatability, man. Like, yeah. I don't think there's enough um, different versions of black males. <laughs> no. Black people. No. It's like, you're either this, you're this. Yeah. There's a few little alterations you can have, but you step too far away from this model. Yeah. 
you're going to start to you're going to start to feel it so as a black male if you don't look a certain way this is a great conversation real talk mm. quick talking point um a lot of the audience obviously know i've cut my hair recently yes I, I had dreadlocks for about six seven years okay and it's interesting because i'm now starting to see the subtle differences ah. of how you're received because i'm the same person i haven't yeah. changed if anything i've grown and got better yeah but I'm received differently in terms of my image right when I had my hair there would be certain people that essentially would feel reluctant to have a conversation with me or to engage into business with me or bring me into their social circles wow because let's be honest if we're sitting say you're from a different class group yeah you know you're wealthy you come from a different religion or different background and um, you've got a whole bunch of friends that are exactly like you. Yes, yeah. Then I come in and I'm invited. Now, I might be able to understand or even relate to a large part of what your group's talking about. Yeah. But from the outside looking in, people are looking and they're going to judge off of image. Mm. They don't know me. They don't see me like that. So a lot of the environments, as I said, as a young black male, you tend to be in a, an anomaly mm. a lot of the times. So it's within your best interest to kind of consider that and mm. then know as you're going in that will be a perception so having your hair styled a certain way yeah. sends a message it does to um, certain people yeah and I kind of got to the point of realising that later on earlier on it was more just you know this is just creativity it's exploration it's me, figuring yeah, out yeah. who I am yeah but I've definitely realised that uh, people unfortunately judge you from a distance before they give you the opportunity and it's a sad reality because you want people to judge you for you fairly yeah, for who yeah. you are but it's just not realistic no it's, it's because true because they don't have time to get to know you yeah. so they're only going to look see oh okay Actually, cool I'm going to deal with this person they're like maybe not, yeah. I don't know um, maybe uh, oh he knows him okay <laughs> alright cool and then How, they're, they're yeah, trying to yeah. find a way to make it work but like we know we're very judgmental we ju the worst saying is really don't judge a book by its cover because mm. that is what the world is today it's the cover we're, we're focused on the, that is the all image. the world is social yeah. media yeah that's the cover yeah instagram youtube it's, it's, it's cover. cover yeah when we talk everything's a cover it's like you don't actually know anyone until you know them yeah until you get to know them so judging a book by its cover is exactly what we do today <laughs> we judge every book by its cover we do it front back yeah nah nah, nah. don't want that dash that no I can, I, can, so. I, can, I can relate to that because one of my first jobs actually I was working for a company in Staines mm. and there was a like that area predominantly there's not many too many black people mm -hmm. um, yeah so there was a, a girl a lady mm -hmm. I was working with and she's she'd never spoken to a black guy male or anything mm. and she had this idea in her head mm -hmm. what they are like <laughs> yeah I lot do yeah yeah which is fine I don't get offended you, wait 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 I can feel it coming I can feel it I know what's coming it's about yeah. to be the you're not like most yes that's exactly what I got and I was like what did you expect me to be but for you like you said I am who I am and I've always conducted myself mm. in I was in the office environment I'm going to conduct myself in the office environment would you expect me to, like to come and do stereotype no no in the, no I'm coming like myself. yeah blood well, go on, yeah, no yeah, I ain't got time on. for that mm, no, uh, no, I'll stay no, like, so that. after having a conversation with me mm -hmm. became very good friends because mm 
And she was open enough to say, I've never spoken to... It's always a surprise as well, isn't black. it? Yeah, she was very surprised. Like, why, why aren't you like this? Mm. I was like, I don't... <laughs> it's, I'll be acting if I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But, Do you know what it is, bro? It goes yeah. back to what we talked about earlier, about the conformity. Yeah. Um, you're seen as... I don't want to be bad saying this, but you're seen as like somebody who can be discarded or pushed to the side mm. if you operate the way that we do in a professional, articulate manner. Because, mm. as I said, there is a, there's a stereotype set for us. Like, if we played into our perfect stereotype, yeah, yeah. the world would receive us a lot better. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're, talking about, <laughs> we're not rattling the cage. We're not, we're not upsetting people. Yeah, we yeah. kind of fit exactly what they expect us to be. Mm. So when you come in, I've, I've realised it in so many environments, from football to school to mm. education, it's very uncomfortable for people who had kind of put an image out for you. Yeah. And then you discard that whole image and you give them something something completely different. Yeah. But then there's element of intimidation in some cases um some cases of that. But then it's also just indifference because you stand out so much from the average. Mm. So if you're not coming in effing and blinding and swearing and embarrassing yourself, mm. it's like, oh, you're different. You're not like most. And it's just like, yeah, because you told us that most do that. Yeah. And you encourage it. Yeah. And you pay people to do it. Of course. That's the thing that really frustrates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, you do. You did. Oh, bro, like, the nail on head we're that trying to negotiate for yeah. contracts here. Yeah. And I have to compete with people who are willing to do debauchery. Mm. They're, willing to, mm. they're willing to do their maddest. Yeah. Just for the, for the, for the bag, for the peas. And I'm like, but the reason why that money's allocated is because of the agenda behind it yeah the reason why it's difficult to earn sustainable money and become wealthy is because it takes time it takes discipline it takes doing stuff that people don't like to do Mm. it's not fun it's not entertaining so they want to continue ushering you towards the entertainment which is quick money Mm. it's fast money fast money comes with slow problems I've heard that yeah, from no. a couple of quotes from some people that I listen to, but yeah. it's one of the ones that stood out to me the most is fast money, slow problems. Because if you're getting it quick, mm. it's probably a reason why you're getting it quick. And it's probably because somebody wants to make theirs long term. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Because while you're there getting your quick money, mm. you're just one person. Once you're done, rinse, repeat, the next <laughs> get, person yeah. comes in. There's a system in place. I create the company. That yeah, you guys yeah. come into so I make the money You're like we're talking about Elon Musk yeah how many people are on Twitter he's just bought the whole thing so you're his customers now you're the people that you're his clients like he he, he can he, navigate he, and be like alright cool we've got 100 million people over here we've got 10 million people over mm. here and he can start to comp- com- compartmentalise conversations that's exactly. what I think is going to happen with the metaverse mm. with social media so is it just as big as Facebook doing the same sort of thing yeah yeah I think so to a degree silence probably the people you don't want to hear from mm. or and be able to because it's be sometimes a- it, yeah. but maybe sometimes it's not even necessarily silence because I think now we're very cognitive of censoring mm. everyone's very yeah, cognitive yeah, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. oh my freedom of speech yeah, yeah. and you're like there's never been freedom of speech <laughs> like where did who created this narrative that yeah. we have freedom of speech like you walk into certain rooms and you speak accordingly. 100%. If you see, if you walk into a kindergarten or nursery, 
You're not going to go in there loud and abrasive no. and make loads of noise. You, you're aware of your surrounding, yeah. Besides, we've always been that way. So that's, you could say freedom of speech, yes, but you walk into certain places, a doctor's practice or mm. hospital or anything, you will conduct yourself a certain way. Mm. It's just people don't want to admit that. Mm. So they want to act outlandish or the way they want, should I say, wherever they want. Mm. And that's kind of what it is now. Social media is given the ability to create digital space that you can be yourself at all times. Mm. Even if that yourself isn't respectable and you don't want to show that to everyone. That's mm. why everything's compartmentalized. Yeah. Like you've got your close friends on Insta. Yeah. They see a different image than what your general group see. Yeah. Because you might post up all your little nice little posts on Insta and everything's all looks good. Yeah. And then you see a couple of stories that only get sent to a few people. And you're like, oh, oh, that's what you're getting up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, as I said, we we all we're human beings. We judge, so mm. it doesn't matter. Once you once you put it out there, people will judge it, good, bad, or indifferent. So, I think, as you said, we're getting to that compartmentalized uh, version of society now, mm. where they can quite comfortably tuck us into boxes, mm-hmm. pop you over there, pop you over there, put you over there, and anyone who's able to, I think, the real power will be the people that can operate in multiple arenas and rooms in the future. Can shift a bit. So yeah, essentially, yeah. if you're confined and you rely upon certain groups or certain people, yeah, you're going to be at a deficit because you don't have. You're not. You're not the engine. You're just the person who goes and sits in the vehicle. Yeah, and waits to say, "Oh, turn left, turn right, turn yeah. left, turn right," and you're like, you're not driving the vehicle though. So you're kind of at the mercy of where the driver wants to go. Like Elon Musk, people mm. can say what they want about, oh, Elon Musk and Twitter mm. and da da da. But you're not, you're not in. You're not the driver of the he, engine. He owns the car, basically. Like, so you can have your opinions you, of what you think should happen. Yeah, but, but ultimately. And I think that's what's happened. Everyone's got an opinion that mm. is perceived to be valuable now. Everyone's valid. Um, sorry, everyone's got a valid opinion. Mm. So... Do you, even if it's uneducated yeah do you think then that's that's kind of watering down true content then like you you're putting out this content mm-hmm. there was somebody else putting out content that's opposed mm-hmm. then it takes a certain mindset to decipher 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 the two and kind of pick, well you gotta give people their you know, they're, they're edge and say that actually, you know, they're wise enough to know the difference. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it's... So essentially you're kind of saying that, like, um, what what are we trying to look towards? What What is essentially the future goal? Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, from what I see, it's, like you said, the deciphering... In the next five years, for example, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Let's say I think in the next five years, mm. we're heading to a point of original thought, not not really existing. Wow! Because it will go against the grains of so many groups and communities. Um, independent thinking requires independent people, mm-hmm. but if we're all essentially online or in certain groups we're kind of confined to what the group dynamic thinking is in that group because mm. you can go against the grain but then are you going to get the results that you're looking for so if that mm. makes sense so like mm. you're going to work 
if everyone at work agrees with this, yeah, and you come in like, nah, that's ridiculous. Well, unless the majority, you're the boss, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to like submit to what the majority wants to do. Yeah, and I think that's we're gonna see much, much more of that in you know online um, businesses, brands, mm. relationships, partnerships, friendships, everything. I think mm. all stages of society are is gonna get to a point where we essentially are. We all have our own little box, and. They cl- they comfortably just tuck you into that box, and it make because it makes sense for them. It's easier to monitor, easier to track, mm. and um, we're moving into the time of stats and figures ruling over you know personality and character. Because mm. again, it's easier to monetize that. You know, it's hard to monetize personality and character. Some people have it, but it's way easier to just put them into this little box over here, mm. and everyone's like that over there, and you know this much um, we allocate this much to them we allocate this much to them we distribute this here and so yeah as I said over the next five years I think we're going to see way less original thought way less independent thinking mm. um, a lot more group dynamic thinking a lot more uh, reliance upon others yeah there's not many people that can can stand on their own two feet and be self-dependent in a world that requires you to be connected to things at all times. So having hobbies and passions and all that stuff on the side, that's great. But mm. when it comes to making money, yeah, you're yeah. going to need to appease certain people. You're going to uh, need to fit into certain groups. Do you know what? Even on a small scale, I believe that. I don't know. I never had a LinkedIn account. Yeah. Because um, I've been in my workplace for so many years. Mm-hmm. And then... One of my friends said, "Oh, you're not on LinkedIn," <laughs> like, as if I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm doing something bad. Yeah, you don't have a LinkedIn account. And I was like, "No, and I just why? Why should I? I just thought it's another platform, yeah. which it looks like it is. It's another social platform, mm-hmm. but rounded as it's a professional setting. Yeah, yeah. But it's the business platform. It's the business it? platform. Mm-hmm. Yes, I see posts, but it's essentially the same. Everything's repeated." You're just calling it professional. Fine. <laughs> uh, my profile is the jobs I've done and yeah. the education, yep. and the people I've worked with. I connect with those people, mm-hmm. which I, I can see the good side of things. 100%, but at yeah. the same time, it's throwing me into something that I didn't want to be too involved in. I know you mean. And then you're also expected to keep it up as well. Yeah, you have to keep it up, yeah. and it praises the ones that are most active on there. That's it. Uh huh. Because the the aim of most social platforms is keep you in the platform for the longest consistency yeah Uh, I don't know man I don't know how I feel about this because Mm. it's great Mm -hmm. for creatives we Mm. we, we've got somewhere to put for the world to see us on Mm -hmm. but at the same time it goes against us because it's for the sometimes for the wrong reasons yeah yeah definitely and like I said it's heavily weighted towards a certain group of individuals as well what I tend to find on LinkedIn mm. is unless you're wearing a suit and tie <laughs> yeah. yeah it's kind of hard for you to get that real respect and then even after you're wearing a suit and tie it's about the portfolio credibility so yeah having credible companies that are you know that have lasted the length of time or have been around for a while yeah that's when you tend to see the engagement at its highest so you know if you're a top IT consultant that has done work for you know 
IBM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've worked, done a bit of work with HP or yeah. Microsoft, and now yeah. you're working as like a logistics guy at Apple. Like, yeah, of course, you're gonna have all those popularity connections. Yeah. <laughs> there with their white background, smiling, and, yeah, and um, selling an image. Well, as I said, it's not to be discredited because no. we're all selling an image. Each yeah. platform has a style. Yeah, and that's what I was going back to. Going back to earlier, when I was talking about throwing you into certain groups and having to fit a certain energy before you even step in the room. So mm. let's say you go on LinkedIn and you take your Twitter or Instagram profile wow. on there. Wow. Exactly. You're there cheesing, yeah. taking pictures and chilling with the man them or having <laughs> jokes on the weekend. Anything. That Why is that fair though? Is that really fair? What's that to... I'm not allowed to be... Who you are? Yeah. Well... This is the thing. I don't. I don't think it is necessarily fair, but I think it's important mm. because I think if we start to blur the lines, it happens in multiple places too. For example, as I said, if we go to school, mm. and it's like, it, well, is it okay for students to swear at their teachers now if they're upset? Yeah, it's a way of expressing yourself. <laughs> 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 Imagine you had that oh, conversation. Like, did you, I, I didn't call you the, that yeah, for no I was, I was expression. Yeah, I just wanted to let it out. That's what I to let felt. it out, and That's like, how I felt. <laughs> and then they might start to try to tie it to things like mental health. Like, you might. What if there's a case that comes out in two years that said, like, you know, um, school kids um, are drastically being affected. Their mental health is being drastically affected because they're not allowed to swear at school. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's conforming their word language and like you should be able to they should be able to speak freely and then we rectify it afterwards because otherwise they're holding in things and they're going to become more depressed yes. and like, they could come up with so many crazy stories like, <laughs> to justify hey no poor behaviour mm. like there is a right and a wrong way to conduct yourself like and now we're in a grey space we're in this grey space of yeah, like yeah, no yeah. there isn't yeah no there yeah. isn't it's just like really it's like if that's the case then how do we get to this point in society like of relationship building yeah building families having respect for people that educate us teachers um, doctors and even like accident emergency people that mm. people run into to burning buildings still today to you know to save people it's mm. like how you can say you can't conduct yourself in the right way but I always think there will be unfairness there will mm. always be double standards there will yeah, always yeah. be um, certain scenarios that just won't be perfect and I think that's what makes the world incredible I think that's what makes it a, yeah, a special it's, place it's, it's, it's all, each all scenario these, yeah all in this melting pot of just yeah, exactly and let, let it yeah let it be yeah 100% I think that as I said I don't like to conform and, um, and tell people they should conform to this way of thinking or you must do this only if you no, want this no 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 but just to recognise but there's a recognition yeah. and if people go in armed with the knowledge that hey if I conduct myself like this in this environment mm -hmm. probably not going to get the results and instead of getting upset with that and saying you just don't respect me you just don't mm. um, appreciate my differences I'm not like everyone else blah 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 what happens is you're trying to convince yourself of something that you know is not reality you know like once you kind of know what things are mm. like you walk into certain environments you get a taste of the mood you mm. get a taste of the environment the pace how it how it operates yeah you can't come in and do the opposite expecting all of the same rewards of course that everyone else is in their game now that 
you could call that unfair <laughs> but then it's like well essentially what you're saying is fair is everyone gets a fair shot regardless mm. of what they do or say and then that's a scary place because then yeah. people who really just want a, a bit more sinister or they're going to kind of operate behind closed doors doing a few more things that can be considered shady mm. they could be able to get away with it you know I see that and then then it will really upset people because let's say you're there hard, working away hard mm. for a year two years investing time into your part into your, into your craft yeah someone comes along doesn't do any of that and gets way more credit for what you just done it's like because then what happens is everyone takes that path now because human beings want to take the path of least, least resistance, resistance yeah, yeah. we want things I won't say easy but we want them to be to make sense for the amount of work and time we're putting in. Mm, mm. So, like you said, there's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You don't want to feel like every day you've got to put 24 hours of work working. No, no, no. Yeah. That'd be it's, ridiculous. It would be just like, what? There's no time to sleep? A hundred, what? I'm yeah, just, just yeah. ongoing, ongoing forever. Like, nah. So, we understand that, like, we want to have, um, create a plan and create a, a mechanism that can be reused mm. over a period of time and you can tweak and alter it mm. but that's why school and work and economy and all of these things are actually good yeah because there is a system in place there is but people are attacking systems now, yeah it's, it's just like now nah, all systems are bad schooling system they ain't done nothing for us you can say that but what's, what's your alter- what alternative are you giving what's your answer then this is the thing yeah this is the thing i don't think people aren't given the alternative they're just poking at something yeah. that they don't necessarily like of course because it's easy now because you've got the platform to do it. Exactly. Jump on socials. I've got 10,000 followers. Yeah. Uh, we hate school. It's dangerous. School. Dangerous. Man. Yeah, man. It's a dangerous precedent because, mm. um, yeah, as I said, I don't think there will ever be true fairness. There will always be some level of unfairness. There will always be some level of a double standard. Mm-hmm. Something applies to you that won't apply to me fully and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm. And I think that's just reality. That is the reality. Um, as opposed to making everything this one standard where we kind of just expect certain results mm. just off the bat and it's like it's, this isn't, life doesn't work like that the world doesn't work like that no. so you know as I say going back to essentially where we're heading towards and mm. what the future is looking like it's um, you're essentially going to be governed and ruled by your passion and your purpose and <sighs> God forbid you don't have one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's 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 where they can you can the people who can be controlled the most are the ones who don't necessarily know what their purpose and passion is. Yeah, they haven't taken the time out because you've been on this hamster wheel just, on just and rolling on. around and trying to figure it out. And it may take time. As I said, we're yeah. not trying to put. You know, it may take time for some people to fight figure that out. But you yeah. must figure that out. Hundred percent. Because I um I put a post out uh, saying define yourself for mm. yourself or you'll be swallowed up in other people's perception to be perfect Bars. and yeah I said something kind of similar it's funny is it? I said something on my um, my Instagram story mm. saying present yourself or be represented oh nice and shorter version of it it's essentially the same thing though. yeah it's like you know if you don't present an image if you don't put forth something yep. quickly people realise that and they say alright oh, you ain't doing nothing come over here exactly that's and what you I was can saying. do it for me I was saying define yourself for yourself so find out who you are mm-hmm. what you want to do what your path is yep. 
or you'll be swallowed up in mm. other people's perception to be perfect they will mm. define who you are they mm. will put you into a box they will tell you do this yeah. because you haven't taken the time out to mm -hmm. realise who you really are and make yourself happy yeah. or make yourself money and mm -hmm. just find out you know Yeah, I think it's really important so just to Stop scrolling. Yeah. Take yourself out into nature and just think. Yeah, man. What your steps are. And like saying with the hamster wheel thing, mm -hmm. it's just to do with like the work, work balance. That's it. You know. That's it. Yeah. We've literally. I, I could tell you my day. My regular day is literally going to work, mm -hmm. coming home, mm -hmm. having dinner, mm -hmm. play with the kids. Yeah. Go to sleep. Yeah. Repeat. Come yeah. weekend. Got. You call it two days. Yeah. Yeah. Called it. All right. Let's just quickly do something before I have to go and do that again I know, yeah, <laughs> on the yeah, Monday yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And we laugh about it but <clears throat> you want to squeeze it in squeeze in whatever we can do so then I can go do it back on Monday again yeah. and then if I was to explain that to somebody else I'm like why are you saying that are you crazy you mm. know what I mean everyone's doing it mm. why are you trying to be different mm. why are you why are you stopping and thinking about what's really happening in your life <laughs> it's yeah. I feel like I, I, I literally write a lot of cages when I say that I was like have you mm. sat down and thought about does it make sense? Yeah, I'm sure you probably will as well because it. Sometimes I'll just end up saying, you know, let me be quiet and think, you know, just conduct myself for my family and my surroundings. Yeah. In a way because I don't think people like to be challenged on their viewpoints. Their viewpoints and what they've been doing for so many years. Yeah, yeah. Because you are, you are what you do, and you are like. Yeah, that's what you. Product the sum of the work that you put in that's why so many people were shaken up with COVID because yeah. they felt an identity to the workplace that's it this is what I do every day I'm yeah. very attached to this image this yeah. is me and then when they were out and told to work from home mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with myself yeah. you've messed up my routine you need to let me out Boris <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean yeah because you're you're the reason why I'm hurting because yeah. I don't know who I am when I'm at home that's it yeah that's a scary thing man yeah and uh I think there's a the ego is attached with people who actually become successful doing that. So like let's mm. say you Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. You're you're, right. you're you're the king or the queen of your work environment. Mm. So you go to work, you're the popular one, you're the one people like, <laughs> you're the charismatic one. And like I said, you have an identity tied to that. Yeah. So when that gets removed or taken from you, you're like, damn, like what <laughs> I replace that with now and then also yeah. if you've been out there and um, making people feel less than yeah because you have that comfortability that title that sustainability of, yeah. of a job because I've heard many people that would be like oh you're just oh you know I've got this job and people are just jealous of me because I've got this money and <laughs> yeah. they just want to be me and yeah I think people want to find success in the in whatever that they're doing you know? yeah so if they see other people that are getting that success you know naturally you want to get a piece of that too mm. but i've never been one of those kind of people to ever throw out throw out my accomplishments on top of people mm. if that makes sense so my accomplishments if i'm not going to mention any accomplishment that i've done it's never meant to overshadow somebody else's accomplishments whereas mm. i think unfortunately that's what happens a lot of the time mm. it's like somebody throws out what they do and it's like well. ego investment immediately it's just like oh you did that it's like yeah yeah well I did I did, I, I did yeah yeah I did this mm. and then I did that as well and I know this person yeah I know that person and then it's just like association and all well, these different I, things I guess this is um, society as that's how we conduct ourselves what's the first thing you're going to say to somebody when you first meet them mm -hmm. what do you do that's it 
and then based on that mm. answer that you give back to them it dictates essentially where exactly your message is going where, where the yeah. conversation is going to go where mm-hmm. you, I put you on this hierarchy <laughs> yeah. how much of my time do I invest in talking yeah. to you mm-hmm. it's um, human nature isn't it it's human nature and it's we've used it as a gauge to see yeah. how, where we're investing our time and energy into yeah it's like temperature yeah based on titles I would love to shake it up one day and just mm. say I'm something else and, mm. and see how it works I would love to put could it could do it experiment, as an experiment. <laughs> experiment social it's experiment it's the best way man yeah because sometimes you need to experiment to kind of get the best version or the reality reality yeah version. realistic of it and I'll just say I don't know I'm an Uber driver see what yeah, you just to see how yeah. you're going to spend less time talking to me now because you don't value probably what I do to make money mm. rather than I could be reading all types of books it's just like the wealthy people that go undercover as homeless or yeah go, I like the ones where they go and work in their own companies because mm. that right there is a great microcosm of the world reality whenever you see those wealthy com- wealthy like um, business owners and they mm. go back in and like work undercover mm. in, the, in their own company yeah it's always interesting because you'd imagine that person who started the business or whatever they had an initial passion to get somewhere but the difference is they're operating from creative control so if you're at the at the bottom ends mm. or you're working your way up to run a company you got to create the things in place you got to build the lego pieces mm. brick by brick mm. and once you built up to that point that gives you the ability to go full circle and do something like oh let me go back in and undercover and see if i can figure out how things operate at the low ends and then what they realize is that the people that are working in those positions they're they're not empowered mm. they you pay them the least of course from everyone here <laughs> yeah and then your expect your expectations of them are way higher than they should be yeah like, if like they should be great for yeah them. like for yeah. example like, I build this podcast up let's say 10 years from now this podcast yeah. I've got my own building yeah and there's people working for me as a yeah. staff yeah I will always be able to remember remember these moments because you uh, where I had no basically extra perceived production equipment and yeah. on, a, on a high 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 level mm. but the people that I then hire it would be down to me to empower them beyond what I'm hiring them for because mm. they're not going to come in at this level and have the same passion and enthusiasm that I would because mm. I'm building it they're going to come in and facilitate a role so the best thing that I could I can see from working in and the thing is why I've struggled to work in companies is because I'm an I'm an ideas person. Okay. Yeah. So I I don't see necessarily things I see um, ideas, concepts, and systems. Those are the those are the kind of the ways that I like to operate when mm. I create ideas. I don't to create something because it looks good mm. or whatever. I like there tends to be a purpose behind what I've built and created. So over time as time to mature as time to evolve and mm. grow into something else yeah and, you know what I mean yeah. if, if it's just a bunch of light hearted stuff that no one cares about it's just discard it for it all and mm. then but when you're actually building something of value you know you have to pay attention to those little finite details as well so you know mm. what I mean over time it has ability to like I said mature grow into something different so I definitely like to look at things as if they are systems and yeah ideas and concepts now when you work in companies a lot of people don't think that way 
No, I think you you, um, you come in and you see where you fit into the cog, you fit into the wheel and, you know, see where you can gel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have your ideas, but mm-hmm. you know what, you clock, up at f- clock off at five o'clock or you've got to go through so many barriers to even get your ideas mm-hmm. into fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's that flexibility to say, actually, I guess it's not your company. They, how much are they going to consider you? And it could be, you end up being frustrated for something that it's not even your. It's, it's not your investment. Exactly. You don't. You get to see a snippet of the profits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's nothing. But wrong. then there's an expectation. I think mm. what happens with ideas, for example, you said you worked in finance, mm. right? Yeah. So, what you bring to the table is tangible. Yeah. So. Not that what I don't bring to the table isn't, because it becomes tangible. Yeah. That's the difference. Like, you're seeing facts, figures, one plus one. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing one plus one equals two. However, within those one plus ones, what makes up one? Mm. What's the addition? How do we actually get to a solution where we can create? Um, an answer mm. from this mm. is this just an is this an open ended project this is a um, is this something that has a directed goal mm. attached to it so let's say ideas it's the stuff around it mm. it's the stuff that can turn it into another project yeah and develop it further so as I say that's hard that's hard to like key in and say this is what tangibly we can take from that you know what I'm saying so mm. like big brands and companies ideas people tend to have the worst time working in those companies because yeah. I'm giving you something that cannot necessarily be labelled or put a number or a figure on mm. because let's be honest without some of the ideas the concept for the company itself may not exist it started as an idea precisely and, and became I brainstormed of many people and you'll hear this a lot a big fear of creatives and artists is to sit and brainstorm with people that they don't necessarily know mm. because the way a creative mind tends to operate is quite free flowing and then when you pro- you pass those free flowing free flowing ideas to companies people who don't think that way mm. all they can think about is ways to monetize it or to turn it into something tangible yeah so there is this weird grey area in between that transition and process where it's hard to calculate <laughs> mm. and to get a finite number. So say with finance, mm-hmm. it's pretty easier. You can come in and say, I provided this, I accounted yeah. for your books, yeah. I took six months worth of content yeah. and then I was able to break that into, <laughs> into, the, yeah, into yeah. this analytics, and I was able to yeah. analytically break down, this yeah. is where you're going wrong, yeah. this is where you need to improve. And it's very just matter of fact. Yeah. So analytics and stats people can come in. There's not much. Once you've done your homework and yeah. your research, that's kind of the role. Yeah. The role in a job is to do the research and stats to figure out where I come in is say once you've handed me those stats, what can I do? What with, can I do, do with, with it? That yeah, that's much more difficult, in my opinion, mm, to now come up with a take concept. Fig- yeah, yeah. Then to take something. In fact, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But then also at the same time, yeah. how many people get? How many artists get paid more than financial accountants? 
<laughs> <That's> <laughs> so we could talk about the ideas yeah. that created this company. So let's yeah. let's take a random one, Nike. Yeah. Nike is a storied brand. Mm. AKA the story is more important than the branding, the mm. clothing. Mm. When you see the Nike tick, it's you think idea. story, you think, ah, oh, these documentaries, these athletes, these stories, yeah. these tough stories of things that I've heard because they're a storied brand. Yeah. They base their strength in storytelling, in the individuals, the intangible things. Yeah. So when it comes to creating the tangible goods, They've really won, won you over. Yeah, you're gonna pay. You don't even they, care. I could say, oh, they're just gonna put the tick on anything. But it's when you see the tick, how do you feel about it? They they hit them like literally. That's it. That's beautiful branding because you see just something into, like mm-hmm. a tick, and then you feel mm-hmm. value behind it. Yeah, they're, they've created it's for it's 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 not. I mean, you see Nike commercial even like even today you can yeah. see how much they, you know, they they're always high energy. Well, not necessarily always high energy. They're always like um, high in terms of storytelling. Mm. So whatever you, whether it's documentary style, day in the life or vlog, mm. you catch somebody throwing their trainers, yeah. run out, alarm clock goes off, bang, they jump outside the house, they make their coffee, boom, they go for a run in their mm. Nike tracksuit where there's like some motivational words coming across yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're telling a story. They're telling yeah. you a story because they want the item to connect to that thing to, to the so, feeling to the you, feeling that yeah, you're going to yeah, get yeah. as opposed to it cost 60 pounds yeah the cost doesn't matter it's anyway. irrelevant at that yeah, point yeah it really is How, however so the people who came up with the ideas for that story yeah they should be the individuals who are enumerated and looked after the most but see the only people who do are the ones that work at board level mm-hmm. so if I start the company and relatively soon after setting the company up I've got people around me that essentially have helped me build it mm. from ground up those ideas people will be paid well yeah so if you look on any board of any top company a brand there's ideas people there there's brainstormers there's people who think of concepts mm. but they're at the highest level and they're with the people who built the business yeah so I can almost ask for what I want there's almost a blank check yeah when it comes to those guys but anyone else underneath that or if you're hiring somebody who's an ideas person you're going to pay your accountant Mm. that accountant's going to get 35, 40 a year maybe more commission extra rates we're doing extra stuff (laughs) the ideas person it's a nice idea but what they've done is they've cleverly found ways to say we don't need to hire the ideas people we don't need to staff them we'll essentially just have them volunteer yeah. come into the think tank sessions yeah. come in and around we'll host a, like a little seminar and then bring a bunch of them young artists who have all these cool creative ideas yeah but we have the we have the the engine the, the final say like I say we can okay, we can take that we're done with your idea mm-hmm. right let's make it into tangible numbers thank you so, so yeah. it's like yeah thanks for the idea concept oh you know what that would be great for you remember that project that we were talking oh. about two years ago right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and we really needed that <laughs> and they'll sit down and they'll initiate projects and plans yeah without really needing you because the idea is the stimulus it's the spark mm. and the spark now creates all this other extra movement. So like that one idea of creating a storied brand for Nike meant that now they need a corporate department. Mm. Now they need a marketing department. Now they need advertising. Now they need to mm. hire staff for here. So suddenly thousands of employees are needed 
for this one story the idea. One idea, yeah. Because money's going to come from it and it sells as a good concept. So we're That's not valuing that one idea. Nah, there is no value in it. And even more now, back yeah. in the day, it used to be like really valued. Like ideas yeah. people were like, I mean, like the Einsteins of this world, the, yeah. like the great inventors, the great thinkers, they were revered because we didn't have many people who thought that way <laughs> no, and actually no. went through it. So, But I think in this day and age, we think that we've solved everything now. There's no need to think of anything new. Everything's out there. It's nothing original anymore. Nothing original, no. Um, okay. Well, if you think that way, then essentially, whatever's out there, just just be happy with it. Yeah. Like we should have no complaints anymore. No, they need they need people like us to keep it keep it refreshing, keep it new. There's always more, man. There's always more. Whatever the breaking thing, it become it can become. You know, like yeah, man. I I know. I always like to operate in the. Is it possible? Mm. Or as a, as opposed to, it's not possible. Like probe the question first. Mm. Like try not. I try not to discredit things before I know. And if okay. I've got if I've got experience and I've got evidence, yeah, over a period of time that this is just not working, then you can maybe say, all right, cool. I maybe need to make an adjustment or a change. But I think so many people they they give up so early, and then they actually don't put a lot of homework into like creating projects like we're doing here. Mm. Like mm. I like to see the investments early on right and then work towards where I want to actually get to down the line so it's essentially if we're sitting down here I see this as an investment for down the line because I know it's going to help improve something some area of how I need to tweak and adjust how I'm delivering how I tweak and I adjust how the conversation flows yeah everything um so I can look back from season one episode one and just content know. I've created and be yeah. like oh my gosh like I almost don't want to even see it up there yeah now. yeah yeah because yeah. as you evolve but you got to keep it there just 100% it's, it's, man it's, 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 it's all a part journal of, it's a book it's a story that you're and, telling. It, and again it's part of the reality yeah because when people can look back they can be like uh, mm. he hasn't got it all figured out no, no nobody no, does no, none of us do none so of us at all all we're doing is we're trying to to grow upon things that we put out there and then hopefully we find like minds that Backing, yeah, yeah, the, it's, which is important, like you said. That we had conversation on the telephone. I was saying, yeah, it's been nice for me to have a friend of mine called Sharma that I can call, because yeah. he's a full time creative like yourself, yeah, and just say, This is what I'm thinking, mm. what do you think? Because there's certain people I don't think I can have that phone call with because they don't, you know, they're not that open minded about it. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. So it's nice that I have somebody that I can, you know, can call up on, and yeah. hopefully yourself as well can call yeah, up on, and yeah. have a yeah a space where creatives can actually be free to, you know, bounce ideas off each other because yeah. it's not easy without fear as well. That's the key because mm. I think there's a lot of spaces oh. that are preaching ideas creation. Let's do this. Let's, let's create this. Yeah, but it, you, you kind of get a bit lost in that mm. if that makes sense because. We're, we're creatures of habit yeah, and we're creatures of routine and no matter what people want to say because a lot of people are like oh, I don't have a routine yeah you do yeah, you have a bad routine yeah like if you don't have a routine or you're saying you don't have a routine it's because you have a bad one mm. or you're not cognizant or you're not cognitive of what the well, your routine is but you have one but you have yeah. one you do, there are you things that you do you set up a camera in your house so you'll yeah. see exactly yeah. what you do day to day mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I remember always something that always just harks back to my childhood days when I was mm. playing football. Mm. Um, there was a quote from Johnny Wilkinson that he talked about. You have to live your life essentially like, you know, the cameras are always watching you. Oh, right. Something along that. I can't believe it. I, I'm not sure if he mentioned that specific I hours. The gist of but you essentially, yeah, yeah. So essentially, yeah. the gist of it is essentially saying you need to pretend and act like the times that no one's watching you. Yeah. Pretend like people are. Because... That will hold yourself very accountable for the yeah. lot of things that people do. I'm telling you, man. Like It, oh. goes, back, it goes back to... Um, things done in the dark eventually come to the light you know mm. and you can say a lot of things like I can sit on here and I can talk about yeah guys I'm doing this and yeah guys I'm doing that mm. but they'll see they're gonna see because they're seeing the content mm. they're seeing the individuals coming on and they're seeing the evolve um, the evolution yeah. of the content they're seeing the evolution of myself like from image to yeah, conversation. How I yeah. look, how I present myself, connections with people I make, mm. and I I was sitting down like I think last week, and I was I was having a bit of a you know you know have like tough days and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was having a yeah. bit of a like oh man like trying to figure out like, steps <laughs> and moves and all these things. Yeah. But now I had to right realize like looks at my portfolio of companies and people that I've worked with, mm. and honestly, you can't pay for some of the experiences that I've been able to have. Um, that's, that's nice you can't even some of the opportunities work wise mm. they were just personality character timing mm. unique circumstances like it wasn't all credit it wasn't all oh you, you know you got this degree so we're going to hire uh, you for right. this job yeah a lot of it was you know the personality and the character the intangible things or the little subtle things you don't necessarily pick up on mm. that sometimes get you through certain doors so I've had to like really pay attention and realize that you know production and content and creation and all of this stuff is great mm. but ultimately it's going to come down to sometimes it can come down to should I say just a simple interaction with somebody and hearts back again to this is why you carry yourself a certain way because mm. if I walk past somebody who could potentially um, make my business blow up overnight yeah or invest or be willing to invest yeah in concept yeah. and an idea uh, well people who tend to be in those positions are very intelligent and they do their homework they do and they take their time it's like if you yeah you're coming up with a new business you need you need to write down your business plan and Precisely. present it to the bank if you want that money or you want investment you know and I'll add to that as well but mm. that's a great point they will have, you need to have a business plan mm. but the business plan needs to be up here too mm. and then you need to be able to verbalise it so you that's people, another thing yeah, there's yeah. three stages to a business plan Yeah, writing the business plan Yeah, knowing the business plan speaking the business plan <laughs> and you may need three, <laughs> so you, you may need three different people for those I love that because you know what I mean most people I'm not going to lie some people are very analytic no, I'm right? going to lie I'm one of those people who mm -hmm. I thought it's just writing the business plan uh -huh. but it's how the other two segments of the other two and, segments is like you know why because it, yeah. it, it taps into different parts of your mind and it's not there's no disrespect some people some people are not going to be built to do three but some people might be able to do one maybe two yeah most human beings maybe two but to be able to do all three we're talking about savants mm. here. like we're talking about a near savant level to be able to analytically logistically break down how I write a business plan yeah that takes a certain type of mind like lawyers 
like contractual workers, people mm. who sit down and do accountants. Yeah. They can sit down and that's the way their brain works for them mm. to create the plan. Then you maybe need somebody to, well, yourself is perfect for the understanding because mm. if somebody broke it down to you, explained it, yeah. you've now received the info. So most people, they can do part two, mm. which is know the business plan. Because once it's written it's and you just read through yeah, it and yeah. all of that, you start taking it in. Yeah. Part three is links into marketing and selling. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't good at marketing, man. I had to be honest with myself. Like, I'm not amazing at marketing. I'm not yeah. amazing at selling. You're I'm not good at. No, 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 no. no, no. no. My, my parents, my family members are mm. great salespeople in my family. I, I struggle to sell concepts and ideas that don't relate to anything that I'm passionate about. Oh right, That's I see I what you mean. You know, some so people are just like, I can sell anything, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. Just give me that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Market dwellers. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Come yeah. on, get you bananas. <laughs> yeah. Them on that back in the day, like yeah. shout out to all the market sellers. But um, there's there's a skill, there's a real skill in being able to push and sell things that need to be pushed um, that you don't necessarily build, you didn't mm. necessarily create. So Correct. you're coming in and you just have the anonymity to sell it. But when you've got the passion invested, sometimes mm. it's hard to like take, remove yourself from that and just just, just sit in front of somebody and sell, market, present it. Yeah. So as I said, that's why I think the three stages of business are so difficult because you may get that first part down. Mm. You may even get the second part of understanding, but maybe it's that third part. Or maybe it's the first part that you can't get to get it up. Yeah, to get it up. So yeah, it yeah. actually makes sense. Yeah. So then the second and third parts fall apart. So it's... It's there, there's there's combinations of things in life, and I think we're told that is is one thing we need to concern ourselves. So you need to run yourself on your passion, mm. your business, your purpose, um, your your personality, your character, mm. whatever it is. It's usually one thing, but within that one thing, mm. there tends to be a lot of other little factors. Yeah, there's little 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 bits. finite percentage points of things that you need to hone in on that no one's going to tell you. You know what I mean? No. So it kind of takes time to all the right people to kind of educate you and tell you what you need to, to do and then to, to you got to remove your ego when you receive the info that's that's a big that's one the hard that's time. a big one and I've well on my podcast I've started to ask for feedback mm. I've started to 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 kind of see how I receive feedback as well because that's something I never used to actually take I'm more outwards mm. but I need to learn how to take in and it's Critique. been nice yeah it's been nice to remove my ego mm. and listen and I was like oh okay that makes sense mm -hmm. now so yeah feedback it, is huge it's massive isn't it it like, is it's part of the sales process as well like yeah. maybe I'm selling something that doesn't make sense precisely to whoever my target mm -hmm. audience is mm -hmm. and it's the knowing of that as I said like there's very few people that have the ability to do those three things we just mentioned mm. um, and then to do them well so that's why creating businesses you do need other people you need other ways of thinking and sometimes like um, they don't necessarily need to work with you day to day you don't need to mm. be best friends or whatever but there needs to be an understanding of what you bring to the table and skill sets like when I decided to have a look and finding an accountant mm. that's where a lot of things started to shift okay because it just took a lot, a lot of the initial pressure and stress of setting certain things up, mm. contracts, if I do need assistance with things, mm. you have somebody there is available to support, you know, and um, 
again, my, my I don't operate and think that way. So I know. Yeah, it's not yeah. As I a creative, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not my way to be sitting down and writing contracts out. <laughs> you know, I would understand a good amount of it. But yeah, but it's, where do things go? Like what wording? What's the verbiage? What's it? Can't be all things. Can't be all things. No, man. this is the, hence the reason you have companies with departments. And like I was saying, in keep referring to my podcast. Sorry, but yeah, no, it's good. yeah. It's I was good. saying that you yeah, should man. run your life like a business. Yeah. You know, see where you can get, mm-hmm. you know, market yourself or like connect with certain people yep. because you are, you know, you are the business. That's it. But then you need little little bits of you. Very true. Let me ask you a question. Real sure. Quick while we're on there. Yeah. So I know you said you was in finance particularly. Mm-hmm. So how do you get to this current point of what obviously jumping into finance working mm. in your company how did you get to the point of saying that you know you wanted to step outside of that a bit and do like this podcast do you know what this is not a new thing it's not an overnight thing nice. it's it is me nice and I, like I, I uh i came to a realization well no i'll probably the podcast space mm-hmm. as it came along mm-hmm. made sense for me as somebody who's always felt this way inside mm. so it's it's a, a way that I've managed to okay free myself and express myself now mm. with yeah. this like I said I've always been a conversational person mm-hmm. from the get go from yeah. the day one at school yeah so very expressive mm. in school I did art nice job like that art was one of my main things mm-hmm. like I've always been that expressive. type of person expressive mm. But in how to express myself, it's, it's been difficult. I've been really caged in, mm. and this is my freeing. This mm. is my this is I the best it. part of me. I like that, and I, I love the fact that my family's supportive with it. Mm-hmm. And if you was to ask my sister, mm-hmm. says Brian has always been this way. Mm. He's always come up with business ideas. He's always yeah. he's always thinking. He's always. Mm out there and people would say oh, it's weird but it's not weird it's, it's who I am if so I wasn't are, if I wasn't like this yeah. maybe I'd have a mental breakdown because I'm pretending yeah no I agreed, agreed. You know? I, yeah without a resource to get what you are passionate about yeah out into the atmosphere yeah oh man I, I'd like I've got a friend of mine um, Sharma he was in the same position mm. couldn't really gel well he didn't fit into a, in, in, into a work role yeah. he couldn't he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he was just not him. He was just, yeah working in a company. No, nah, he was very. No, nah, he was very expressive guy. He can think of concepts. He can, you know, he can think of poems. Mm. He, he's very, you know, expressive. Mm-hmm. And but he made the decision. I'm gonna go all in and just do my own thing. Do my own thing. I, regardless yeah. of what finances or where I fit in in yeah. society, Sounds I'm like going me. all in. I I I can't live a lie. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, as for me, I had a family yeah. from a young age, yeah, so, yeah. so you, you had I to. I put my sensible yeah. hat on, and and that's good you did that, man. Because yeah, because it, yeah, my my kids, you know, they've got roof over their head and that's got food. Saying, that's that's what's important. That's important, but at the same time, I'm trying to find avenues where I can still be creative because yeah, they want a stable father who <laughs> you know who's happy too. You know, I'm passionate. Yeah, I'm passionate. And yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm happy, then. I'm going to be happy in the household too. That's it. Yeah. So some people may may find it within going to the gym or doing mm-hmm. certain things like that. But for me, it's a creative mm. avenue. And having conversations, Yeah. how was I going to put that into a business? Yeah, 
business model yeah hence yeah. podcasting mm-hmm. which has worked very well mm. this is exactly where i want to be mm-hmm. i hear you that's yeah. a good i mean i definitely second that as well man like yeah. um my lane's a little bit more creative very similar to your friend who's like you know kind of going the whole hog with it yeah <clears throat> in terms of going into creativity and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult road, bro. It's a difficult road. Mm. Um, as I said, I, I just turned 30 last year. So mm. there's definitely been a, a manifestation and a change over time because mm. it took time to get to this point. But I definitely say that it's it, curiosity is a very important like skill, trait, whatever you want to call it. Like It's a very important thing to have because it keeps you wanting to try new things. I think when you get bogged down and confined to thinking this is the only way, mm. it's you kind of, you relegate your mind to one way of thinking. So it's not like for me to say, I could never work for a company just mm. because I'm an artist or a creative. I think a lot of artists say that because it sounds good to say, oh, no, I'm just an artist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. never work for a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good, but let's be real here like you also want to eat right? yeah 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 you also want to survive and yeah realistically you have to think of both at some point you have to think about okay I, I like doing this it's passionate but mm. like how much time is it going to take me to get to the point of maybe earning how much mm. time is it going to take me to do this do I need to supplement this with some maybe some part time work yeah, yeah something that I maybe don't love doing but it's a means to an end and it's going to help me continuing to do what I want to do as opposed to being stubborn like nah I'll never work another job mm. and then being homeless or then being like mm. no money in your account and feeling mm. sad depressed and angry all the time so it's a compromise life is a compromise mm. and I think we can't have it our own way all of the time um, I think we have to make certain sacrifices and the earlier on you realise that you have to make sacrifices, mm. the better it will be longer term. Yeah. Because I, I think back to my childhood days where I remember being upset because I couldn't go to Thorpe Park. And <laughs> I couldn't go to Alton Towers with my yeah. friends. And my yeah. friends are like, oh, we're going out here and do you want to come? And mm. I remember parents and family members, you know, no, you can't, no. Mm. no you got this. No, you've committed to that. Well, well you got this training. Yeah. Well, you committed to this. Well, you got to be here and I quickly realised that sacrifice is going to be the key fundamental part whether you like it or not to improve because when I started to see the results it was like okay now I kind of want to do it mm. as opposed to me being like at first upset when I'm young now oh, I don't get to do this and I want to yeah. do that you get to a point where you realise oh wow I got into this environment this school this mm. envi- this you know football team yeah probably because I was sacrificing no, if I didn't sacrifice those things, would I be here? That's yeah. So that was a huge lesson in your life. So I mean, time. and I learned that early. So a lot of people yeah. they kind of pick that up a bit later, mm. and then they realise, and sometimes they, you know, have made certain decisions that now they have to work around. Mm. But as I said, we're all about compromise. So there, there's no perfect answers. There's no perfect no. situation. It's just no, definitely on the sacrifice sort of thing. Um, family man trying to be a creative is it's a difficult one, though hugely difficult because mm. finding the time because I've got a little one he's only one he just yeah. turned one and a six year old mm. finding the time because as a full time creative you guys can push content out more. plus I'm a single as well no kids yeah volume so, yeah. and like editing mm-hmm. in my 24 hours 
yeah so even my, my my friend I was talking about he was like I feel sorry for you because <laughs> he there was one time actually he rang me and uh, he was talking to me I was working from home and then I was like oh sorry but my, my boss is ringing me I've got to cut this call from you and he was cracking up because he was like it's weird because I've just got a job from Fiverr to edit something yeah. quickly yeah. and he was just making the two comparisons of the worlds <laughs> that we're living. like you set the precedent yeah yeah, yeah. like the, the reality of it is like literally we are opposite ends <laughs> he has the freedom and time mm. where he in that day I'll be honest with you he got paid a lot more than I did mm. <laughs> not to rule out because yeah. I love my job I, I you know it's pays the bills like yeah. I'm saying um, I think a lot of people do get stuck into work and making it their identity and don't mm. ever see it as a means to an end because they haven't found their yeah. their, their, their passion, passion. or yeah. something that they're aiming for you know mm-hmm. but if it is their passion yeah. example if you're a doctor mm-hmm. and you enjoy what you mm-hmm. do as a doctor Helping people, helping people. Yeah, great. I'm not saying everybody doesn't like their job, and everyone yeah. does. Everyone needs to be creative. And, and no, 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 no. Everyone doesn't need to be creative. No, otherwise we wouldn't have a working world. I think that's a problem we're dealing with today. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we're trying to <laughs> we're counterbalancing. We're trying yeah. to overcorrect. Almost, mm. I think we've overcorrected a little. So bit. So what do you think? Mind. People are trying to get too creative. Too creative. Yeah, but they're not. When it's, it was never them in the first place. Listen, I mean, yeah. art and creativity are also two different things. This is another thing. Mm. Art is the inception, the creation of something that you've you've seen in your mind, mm. and then you can create in an in a medium or a format mm. that replicates those thoughts. So essentially, it's take something from thought mm-hmm. and be able to articulate that through some type of medium mm. painting pottery Expression, photography dance yeah you know art yeah art dance in general mm. so art is essentially that create the you know the manifestation of mm. those ideas and those thoughts in your head into mm. something creativity is almost taking things that exist and maybe remapping what it actually is in a unique way mm, okay so, i see what you mean like yeah. we can creatively use this space yeah you yeah. could be like oh well it looks this way right now but i can but we could shift it let's move yeah. the table let's yeah. move that let's move that let's yeah. move that let's move that yeah. we've creatively adjusted what it looks like mm. but it's not art the art is who built the table mm. who built the chair there's a furniture designer who sculpted that chair who carved it and then sanded it mm. and then varnished it and then from the flooring somebody had to cut these tiles and then select and then mm. you had an interior designer mm. who thought of the layout and like the art process is the things and the creation of the thing mm. and the creative part is essentially remapping redesigning reusing mm. or just cleverly coming up with concepts of things that already almost exist in the world right and repurposing it so a lot of people have become creative that's why you say everyone says they're creatives now they're not Mm. artists Mm. because to be called an artist you are labeled for creating a piece of work Mm. or a thing whereas creativity you can just be creatively making Mm. moves so i think what's happened is we've overcorrected a little bit and online everyone's not everyone but a lot of people are calling themselves creatives because it sounds good yeah it does but Essentially, if you was to ask them what their creative process is, yeah. which is one question that I ask on the platform a lot, 
Okay. And it's an identifying factor, not good or bad, because sometimes mm. it's good for the artists or people, creatives, to know, hey, okay, maybe I haven't thought about it that yeah, way. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not, not who you are, but there is a way. And again, when you've been educated, I was lucky to go to an, an art university oh, yeah. that taught these things. And it teaches the principles of how you turn something that can be considered artistic into an actual career path. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at each um, category of art, painting, pottery, mm-hmm. film, fashion, all these different categories, I was able to see them operate as their own universes. Mm. So people look at art and they see it as a whole universe. Like art is this thing. Mm. Whereas I see it a lot more broken down there because I went into school and I would see the fashion students. Mm -hmm. They're completely different to the animation students. They're completely different to the students that do painting. Mm. Everyone's got a character. Everyone's got a certain unique skill set mm. and within their universe there's like certain things prerequisites things you need to learn things you need to okay, do yeah. you know what I mean so as I said I think today what's happened is we've got to this point where everyone wants to be labelled a creative mm. because it sounds good but doing a YouTube page isn't necessarily being creative, creative. Yeah, it's essentially the things the concepts that you're talking about mm. how are you repurposing things mm. um, and so for me it's like I'm that blend I think between art and creativity because mm. You know, my art form is photography. My right. me- my medium is pictures, mm-hmm. which leads into storytelling. Mm. It's part of the reason why I'm doing this today. That makes sense yeah. because this was this is essentially um, the uh, the explanation to why I create mm. and why I create art. So the photography and the work that I've built up, my portfolio, mm. if you will, is an uh, an amalgamation of all of these things over the years mm. to be able to tell a story because that's what art mostly is it's storytelling mm. Mm. you know so for me my story is essentially as, as we as we mentioned earlier it's mm. it's highlighting um almost myself without being uh, without calling it like a self-identity project right it's much more about i have a uniqueness in myself my diversity my ability to Collaborate and mm-hmm. connect with multiple people, being educated mm-hmm. in a certain part of the world, yeah, and being able to take that and recognize there are others out there who have that same message, yeah, but there isn't much of a voice for them. So, I've tried to create that voice for and, them too, and the lane, if that makes sense, yeah. to be like, All right, cool, here's the story, here's the lane. And they put it out there into the atmosphere, and it's kind yeah. of like an explanation for Before, my heart. Yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah. that's that's kind of where the, the reside of like my purpose and everything comes down to. That makes sense. Yeah, it's quite it's quite similar to if I was to think about what I'm doing with Drive by Brian is <laughs> I'm allowing people to tell their stories and kind of be f- be free to tell their stories. I don't want them to feel like they can't express themselves. I mean, recent interview I had, um, the feedback I got after that was, you spoke to that individual, Mm -hmm. other ways people haven't spoken. He felt free in that space I created to talk and express himself in ways that he wouldn't even speak to other people because we live in a rhythm. Like I've routine. interviewed my sister in the space I created, she was free mm. to tell me something that she wouldn't have never said if we I just went for a cup of tea. Yeah, 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 just yeah. rhythm. Yeah, exactly. How's things? How's work? How's this and that? 
But within that driver Brian confined space, space yeah. she was free, and I was free to ask her as well because yeah. it's a weird like I've cre- yeah, and I love it, and I and, and I can't imagine doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And I did have a, a slight pause. Mm-hmm. I think during COVID because I, I couldn't meet, yeah, I couldn't meet people and I and I kind of fell off a little bit, yeah, um, because I wasn't meeting people, mm-hmm. so I thought oh, maybe it's not point pursuing it. So I left the episodes that I'd done before COVID, yeah, just there mm-hmm. as they are, mm-hmm. and then somehow rejuvenated myself mm-hmm. and came back to it mm-hmm. and realized actually this is what I really want to do, you know, like. Yeah, that's it. Nothing else was making me happier. Nothing else. I wasn't sharing people's story. I wasn't doing a justice to another human being by not following up yeah. what I originally thought of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Because it's like um, when you come back to something that you're passionate about, Yeah. sometimes it reaffirms your passion for it. Because sometimes when Definitely. you're just in it, you don't really appreciate that you're passionate no, about it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, then you step away, or you, it, uh, an opportunity gets taken <laughs> yeah. away. Like sometimes that happens as well. Like, you know, especially throughout COVID and lockdown and stuff. I remember same sort of thing for me. Yeah, so it's hard to get people trusting. Like, oh yeah, would you want to come on and yeah. talk? And then everyone's just like, uh, I don't, I can't meet until after. Or do you want to do it in masks and all these sorts of things? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, but I, again, I like a lot of it is as well it's it's the passion so for us mm. um, that's why we're passionate about putting and creating these spaces so people can come on and actually share their content yeah. you also have to appreciate a lot of people that isn't really their lane they're, they're, they're not yeah. comfortable talking about these things I mean I think like we should all be comfortable mm. But again, we're talking about reality, and yeah, <laughs> as much as you want it to be, or everyone should be confident and be able to come in and sit and talk about what they do. It doesn't yeah. work that way. No, I think yeah. even me, because I'm a host of a podcast, and this is how I conduct myself in a podcast on social media everywhere. You find me. This is Brian. Yeah. So, for me to come on your show mm-hmm. and be me again. It's, it's just, fine. It's natural. You're not going to go find me on social media doing completely something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. integrity, has, bro. Yeah. Integrity is huge. Um, again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. Your your message and who you are kind of precedes you. So, mm. I guarantee mm. you, you would have experienced this as well. Certain opportunities, maybe even the position that you're in right now, yeah. work-wise, yeah. could have been afforded or given to you based off of energies that mm. were received before whether mm. somebody had a chat with you whether it was somebody point, met yeah. you somewhere yeah. I mean you just said that you remember seeing me at Black Pot I don't, yeah. I, I, we never met <laughs> yeah we never, I received your energy and you, you you don't know what you're pre- and you luckily you were conducting yourself in the right way in the essence yeah. being you exactly always yeah and I thought this guy yeah man that, and then somehow I saw the algorithm works its wonders. Yeah, <laughs> as it does, as it does. The algorithm is clever. <laughs> exactly. Don't it don't works. don't knock it. Nah, seriously, it yeah. does work. Like people have this this negative stigma. I think about it online and yeah. AI and everything. And I think all it is really here to do is show a representation of us. Yeah. Because without us, there is no artificial intelligence. That's one. Yeah. Or, you know algorithms and all these things it feeds it feeds off of what we put into it yeah so 
really whenever you ever get mad at an algorithm or technology just recognize it's us mm. so there's a reason why you're seeing the content you're seeing why is my why is my facebook showing me all of this why is yeah. my insta showing me all of this it's like it's the world it's the people around us it's strange that because obviously then obviously you had your dreads yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly that's that was a very unique thing that I thought, yeah. okay, yeah, there's that guy. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. It must stand out as well. Yeah, seeing the, yeah, the and hair, I think yeah. it was through um, Don't Panic, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, Don't Panic. Shout out, my guy, Don't Panic. Yeah, yeah. And it was through that way somehow the algorithm mm-hmm. done his thing, and I mm-hmm. came across your page. Yeah, crazy, so, crazy. And then yeah, here we are sitting down. Yeah, yeah, man. That's it. Deg- six degrees of separation, man. Yeah. yeah. No matter who in the world, we're pretty much separated for a small number of people that you can get in contact with them mm. and a lot of people um you're connected to you don't even know you're connected to. <laughs> yeah. it's just, and i always look at things like an ongoing interview okay so life is almost like an ongoing interview whenever you sit and talk with people because we're all governed by our perceptions at the current time so right, right now we're judging this based off of a great conversation between yeah. us, two yeah. hosts, yeah. storytelling, talking to the people. Mm-hmm. But let's say one of us becomes a multi-millionaire. Mm. Now, that whole shift, because now it's like, oh, wow, we had that conversation beforehand. Guaranteed, when we have a conversation after yeah. one of us makes that money, mm-hmm. there's going to be a different energy received now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I remember having that chat with you before that thing was even a worry. Yeah, yeah. We just had a good conversation, and that's how I think a lot of these big companies and brands come around. I don't think, um, from my experience working in and around them, Mm. most of the most of the employees who work at these top companies and they work in the on the boards, and I'm talking board level, Mm. they're not qualified. <laughs> People have. I don't want to say too much, but I know what you mean. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm so I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking mm. about there's, certain, there's there's a number. Yeah. There's a percentage of people who work on board levels who don't start off as the qualified people mm. that they begin they they become, turn into. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Become. Yeah. Sometimes it's just they're friends with the owner. Oh, Sometimes they're just friends with the owner. The circles. And it's painful because, like, yeah, of course, you may go to school for 15 years to get a qualification that gets you qualified for that position. But, but they're like, but, yeah, but I trust my mate. Yeah. I've known for 15 years more. Do you know how many CEOs and CFOs and COOs that... The cousins, cousins are married. To, oh, that's my wife's sister. Same private my, party. Yeah, my brother-in-law's yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. We know it goes. Well, it happens mm. in the government anyway. Yeah, we yeah. All know it's, uh, I mean, but it's true. It's not a fair representation. No, not at all. Hard work doesn't really it, translate it, that way when it, you it have to you. be. It does for you independently. Independently, yes. But not necessarily in social settings or other groups you join. Yeah. It's like, it's a different energy. But which is fine. I think I could, I could jump into that space, not get too frustrated because I know it's not my it's not my platform. It's not That's my it. boat. I've yeah. been hired to do this. Coming to do a job. Do the job. Yeah. But I don't get upset. I would only get upset if I didn't see another avenue. Or yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. have a means to an end for it. 100%. But yeah, no, it's just all about perspective perspective mm. and perception in and around like different work environments like the time um, 
that you're going into projects or you're working on projects isn't necessarily a time you're going to reap the rewards Mm. and I think that's really the key it's like that's why the consistency and the sustainability and all these buzzwords we hear get thrown around motivation be disciplined yeah stay focused on your goals and keep working towards it all of it is basically centered in and around you not knowing when you're gonna break through or if yeah or if if you're gonna do this for the next if you 50 t- years yeah. and you still don't break through are you willing to still man if oh man that reminds me of something what did I say I saw something the other day that, mm. um, it was talking about it was something along the lines of saying if you knew where oh yeah that's right it was one of my old posts from like an old photo I did I must have saw it from somewhere mm. basically it was um, if you knew which direction you were going in mm-hmm and where life was taking you, would you continue going down that road? I remember asking myself that question, like, wow. I was at, shout out Casual Ballers, I was there um, yeah. at an event called the Champions Mentality event. Yeah. And um, it was at Stanford Bridge, that's where it was hosted. Okay. And um, yeah, I remember us having a conversation, I remember going out, post, taking a picture of the football pitch and then just posting that as a, as a caption. Yeah. And or like a, you know, little bit of writing, because, this made me think a lot of, you know, the things that we actually do. And I personally feel like I would have continued doing majority of the things that, you know, mm. if I knew where I was going, mm. I'd probably still continue going down that road. I would like to think so, at least. Mm. Um, I'm sure we don't, we, we see, it's something we wouldn't know, but it's just something to think about because That's I think a lot of people, do like that, you know what I mean? A lot of people, um, if you used to tell them, for example, um, you can, you're going to break through in what mm. you're doing mm. it's going to take 15 years right? <laughs> are you going to keep doing it well I'll tell yeah. you what a lot of people I'll tell you what they would do yeah if they thought in the back of their mind you're going to get there I'll tell you what they do the moment you give guarantees yeah is the moment you basically um, I don't want to say kill the project but you kind of uh, you change the direction of what it, what it actually could be mm. because the moment I say to you you're going to be a millionaire it's going to take two years yeah it, like your what? mind yeah your, your mind gonna shifts you might just be like alright well I'm going to let me just do these couple of little small things yeah, on I'm, the side because you know I'm about to be a millionaire in a yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. like back of your mind even if you don't say it yeah the mere fact of you knowing that could just drastically change how you operate and now in reality's terms it would be a case of maybe that means you don't get there now You've changed the... Uh, so it's like, the essence of, like I said, is if you was to guarantee, guarantee it, that's different. Mm. But all you could really do is judge how people operate and act after. Mm. But I would presume that most people would slack off. They would. Most people, because most human beings, once they know that they're guaranteed something, they don't tend to work very hard for no. it. People work very hard for things that they're worried about losing. Family. Mm. Good career path, jobs, jobs, assets that yeah. you've attained that take yeah. a long time to get. Yeah, that's what you're worried about, leaving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you know it could be gone at some point, which yeah. makes it more valuable. Yeah, you know, like your family members makes it more valuable. That yeah, if there was to go, it's like, oh wow. wow, they literally they have gone. Yeah. So that's what I think. I think it's a case of you need to kind of we need to get to a point as a society and as people that we discover what our true purposes and our passions are earlier on mm. and processes, yeah, yeah. processes of elimination. I've said this before, you know, figure out what you don't like. 
get those things out the way mm. you know check off the list of things that you definitely can't see yourself doing long term and then yeah. you can start to maybe make a more accurate map of what you enjoy doing and there may be a few things at first and then eventually you'll probably get to a point where you realize no this is what i want to do yeah because everyone knows it's just they don't explore it no no i think i knew from a young age yeah that's that's but the lesson they didn't they, it didn't exist yeah. at the time yet yeah yeah that op- it, the lane wasn't there yet. it wasn't there and mm-hmm. you got to create it sometimes yeah you got to create it like even yeah. i said the lane's there but you drive by brian it didn't just no one just said here go. no 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 it wasn't given this to is what me. you got to do it man just no, run no. no 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 you had the to whole find it podcasting thing didn't yeah even though it probably was around back mm-hmm. in the day but it wasn't this long form mm-hmm. of content mm-hmm. wasn't around like that yeah um but boy i'm very happy that it did because it it, it, it ticked a box in my exactly. life anyway exactly man and that's Definitely. the thing like if you, you as long as it it touches on something that you know you're passionate about mm, um, it does yeah there's purpose and there's there's a message behind what you're you're you're, you're selling or you're putting out into the atmosphere mm. um i don't think you can really go wrong you know and then it, that, then i think what happens is and this for me personally mm. is uh once you kind of discover that purpose now it's about sharing it and then vetting the people that you now move forward in the world with yes you want people that are going to help support that message and you know support you maybe when you mm. put content and things like that out mm. into the atmosphere so i think it's about the people after that you know once you've kind of discovered all right cool this is what i want to do just do it yeah yeah just get to it looking yeah. around on it yeah you know I mean? fine-tune it as you're going along like the, don't think it's gonna you gotta wait for the perfect environment the perfect scenario to start that, that's why it started in the yeah. car exactly <laughs> with two mics that's it bro and that's it a name otherwise you wouldn't have got started bro. no no funny enough the first episode mm. I was just testing the mics out <laughs> oh, nice. the first episode my friend Lamar yeah, yeah. was actually a test have a listen nice. to it yeah just to see and, and yeah. it was like you know what I like this I like the way it flowed it like sometimes you just need yeah. to throw yourself in there on yeah. a different and shout angle. out to Lamar for just you know as a creative mm-hmm. throwing out ideas to your friends and family and then him for him to just jump on and do the thing mm-hmm. shout out to him because mm-hmm. what if he didn't yeah what if he, he wasn't up for it, it? Yeah. he didn't want to I no. could have just scrapped that whole, whole idea you know I'm telling you bro so yeah yeah, I mean, for me, it was my first one was in Tony's Coffee Shop. Shout out to Tony, Really? Man. So this is in the yeah. new one or the old one? The, the new one. The new one, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember they had the old one, but I was in America. Oh, right, so, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, shout out to Tony, man, because um, yeah. I was looking for a location of somewhere where I could, um, like, film my content. Yeah. And um, he was just like, yeah, man, come come use the shop. He's and such a guy. Man. Yeah, he's such a guy. He's blessed, man. Yeah. And I said, this goes back to childhood days, because he was he remembers me when I was playing football young days before I went off so it, things materialise man and energy doesn't really die mm. it doesn't really die it just transfers and it evolves manifests in different different people but um, yeah when you're when you're congruent mm. to who you are that's the biggest that's the biggest thing I can give away to a lot of people mm. um, if you're going to take away anything it's um, be congruent aka be the same person you are online as you are offline mm. as best as you can um, 
we can never truly be exact because when you meet people in person they're like oh yeah. like you said like well, I'm a bit taller or yeah, 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 you, know, yeah. you look at hair's different or yeah. you know sound different but the key is you're you're putting out the same messages mm. that you know in the real world like when I sit and talk with someone at the gym or if I meet somebody and I'm talking with some of the casual ballers who I work with mm. some of the young boys mm. It's about being congruent to the messages. So when they see me on here, yeah. they're like, "Yeah, that's the same. That's the same for you. That's exactly the same what you like. That's, that's how exactly. that's how he is in person. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna meet you in person and be on some different vibe at all. Like, mm. you're gonna get exactly the same person. And um, yeah, being able to be versatile and to move and maneuver in different groups, it will come with some backlash. It will come with some mm. issues because you can do something inherently a lot of people see as they cannot do. So then they find it like, oh no, you'll be, you must be being fake. Because mm. if you can be here with the nerds, but then you're <laughs> gonna go hang out with all the athletes later. Yeah, you're it's not. just like, who said that I was ever gonna be in one group? Yeah, who confined us to one group? You know, that's another question. But yeah, yeah as I said, if you are that individual who likes to be um, in different environments, mm. and can see themselves in different spaces. You know, I thrive on that. I thrive. Yeah, on man. That. I jump into it. I, yeah, if you ask my missus and say, she probably thinks I enjoy conversation too much. Uh, yeah. Then you can never really enjoy enough. Con- because really, <laughs> I'm learning, not for gossip's sake. No, no, I, no, no, no. I, I'm. No. Yeah, actually, I'm enjoying conversation with specific people. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I should say. Yeah. If I find somebody very engaging and you just on that same out. mindset. I just want to bounce ideas off them. I want to see where they're at, and and do you know what? And it and it shapes me and creates who I. I mean, especially like your mannerisms, mm-hmm. your vocabulary. Yeah. There's certain things you're going to say that I might take. Oh, I, I like what he's saying. Then mm-hmm. you know what? That word, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a repetition. Yeah, yeah. There's certain podcasts I've listened to, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I've picked up words that. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, yeah, you learn, isn't it? Yeah, not even on purpose to try and re- repeat them, but they just come out yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're we're, we're creatures of of our habitat. Mm. You know, like and like I said, our routine earlier. Mm. So we're made up of our routine. So the content that you absorb, the the people that you watch, your family Correct. members, you will start to become like them. You'll start to utilise certain things that they say. It'll rub off on you, yeah. And, you know, whether it's positive or negative, and that's why you need to be aware of the people that you're interacting with and what their intentions are. And watch what you're watching. Yeah, man. It will rub off on you. And I'm I'm a huge one for not consuming negative content. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, agreed. A lot of people have this narrative, like, oh, you know, there's a voice for that stuff too. And I'm like, yeah, they, 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 it's, it's entertaining it's for some people, but I try not to absorb that stuff in me. It's divisive. Um, That's my opinion, anyway. Mm. Like, I think any content that is could perceive to be um, negative, abrasive. Mm. There's a more Fire effective them. way. Yeah. yeah, there's a more effective way. And anytime you argue, we're not learning anything. That's one thing I've realised from a young age. The moment mm. we argue is the moment we stop learning. Mm. because now all we're trying to do is get you to believe my point and me to believe, believe your point and then and until somebody has a someone know, backs somebody down, backs down yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. and so, what's been achieved <laughs> it's like no no I'll, and then you say what we agree to disagree, disagree yeah so basically so we disagree we just started a square one again <laughs> we don't agree yeah we don't, so don't yeah. add agree in. just say we disagree mm. 
We agree to disagree. That doesn't make any sense. It's a double, was it? Yeah, it's a double. Yeah, it's double standard, not see more. Yeah, if you will, because it just doesn't like it's hot cold. <laughs> what? Which but we, we, we kind of like accepted that yeah we kind of just stalemated it and we're like yeah, yeah we kind of we'll, which is we'll basically that, another we'll way that. of saying like we couldn't convince either other of each other's points and get them to shift their so ways we'll of just, thinking yeah so yeah like you kind of get to this the position where like you said we're, <laughs> we're trying to convince each other of ways of thinking but for me it's about anything that's divisive mm. it's about division it's about subtracting. Um, yeah, I try to stay away from it, if I'm being honest, because there's enough of that. There is, and <laughs> there's it is enough of people popping. Yeah, it's in your stuff, face, man. so you gotta have a have something that goes against the grain. Like, like yeah. Slough, great example. Mm. Oh, Slough's dead. Mm. It's nothing here. It's dead. It's nice. Look at the town. Look at the da, da, da. what are you doing? <laughs> they, they will never. What stop are you doing that, for yeah. Slough? Yeah. What are you doing in the area that you grew up in? Yeah. Do you have any pride about where you come from? Because other people have pride where they come from. That's oh, why we go. Yeah. That's why we go and work there. Mm. We go to other people's towns, London, Windsor, Maidenhead, because, anywhere else, cause yeah, because they take proud. pride in where they come from. Yeah, and they won't allow people to disrespect where they come from. Hundred percent. So they're like, come here, don't ruin the place. Certain places up north are like that, like Newcastle. They're very new. Liverpool. Oh, we Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. You go up to Yorkshire. They're, they're proud. proud. Mm. Yorkshire. They're proud. They're like, we come from Yorkshire. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, it's mostly farmland. But they're proud of But they're it. proud family raising yeah. good people. That that you know, they're proud of where they come from, but then also um they fight for that. Mm. So if you come up there trying to disrespect it, no. they'll be like, why no, yeah. don't come and tell Welsh do the same. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people in the UK is built a lot on community. Mm. We're a community place, so um, pocket communities exist all over the country. And I think Slough was very much in that pocket community situation when I was growing up mm. like 90s and stuff village fates mm. festivals schools mm. um, fun days event days yeah 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 there's yeah. always something going on mm. in and around um, you know the Slough area and I think what's happened is the communities have become more expansive with more culture and more influx of different religions and different races do you races. think then it could be obviously you, gentrification is coming this way right mm -hmm. Could it be a, a, a well? I'm thinking negatively, but I'm thinking is it a devices way to say it's, there's nothing for you in Slough to kind of shift people out so they can invest more? Or yeah, is that, or is that just me overthinking it? Because no, 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 why have a negative there. view of a, a certain location but yet still build up on it? Yeah, well, nah, hey, hundred percent, bro. Mm. Like, or you or have the house prices say different to what people say. Oh, it's it's, it's got nothing going for it, <laughs> but yet you know the house prices are going up. <laughs> you know, Listen, you how can it still be that bad? Mm. And yeah, you might be. Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. I think what happens is. People who remove themselves from competition, yeah, will then uh, yeah. need to find a reason for why they did that. They need to justify why I'm no longer in the game. Yeah. So when they're talking about Slough not being this, not being that, you're probably not bringing a lot to, to the, the table. Town. Yeah, you're not bringing yeah. a lot to the table so that we can actually build and use it. So all you can do, and um, so all you can do is really just bring it down or try to bring it down but I think what happens is what's going to happen mm -hmm. is you're going to see a shift and Slough is going to suddenly start to look like a lot of the surrounding areas that yes, we've lived around will, for a long it time will, it will that's what's coming but as you just mentioned mm. the people that have been throwing shade 
who haven't been doing anything, that haven't been investing in themselves, it's you good. aren't going to have a, a purpose here anymore. No. So the same bad mouthing that you're having, you're just going to get priced out. Exactly. You get priced out. It's business. So once, it's like I said, it's perfect right yeah. now. The yeah. reason why we see homeless people and all that stuff on the streets now is because they're gearing up to get rid of that. And then mm. eventually, bing, prices go up, everything's expensive. And then Can't. suddenly your convo goes from Slough ain't got anything to oh man I used to be able to afford to do this in Slough yeah, and now no, I can't even the landlord's raise his prices for the rent oh god they did, uh, they're forcing us here I can't the park floor. anywhere yeah. I can't I'm not yeah yeah it's yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's gonna happen because it's this like you said gentrification comes mm. from everywhere nowhere lasts for, um, forever mm. not having or going from without this change this process it's always change I mean I remember Slough having the big old roundabout there just back in the day Slough was Slough's gone through ebbs and flows mm. like we've had periods of good economic stability mm. then it's gone through some tough times and then we had the trading estate times yeah big boom one of the biggest trading estates in Europe What's happened? and yeah. kind of falls apart but then because of that historical energy mm. and what we're connected in and around yeah things will pick up again and when they do you want to be on the right side of things yes. where you can add to the story as opposed to being on the outside now just throwing shade like oh yeah like everything's all expensive now they think Slough thinks it's bougie now they think they're yeah. Windsor yeah, well, yeah that's yeah. what they're going to be saying they think of they're course, Windsor the conversation will change like that and you'll be like what do you want man mm. what do you want do you want the Slough to be dead not have anything available for you or do you mm. want to have it to be an uplifting place where you can send your kids to school comfortably <sighs> and actually have a good job that pays people always complain though won't they or you're never going to yeah. please everyone bro. Yeah. so that's what I said that's where you, you just get to a point where you realise like even an opportunity I've manifested to get into here like mm-hmm. it wasn't just words it was action hard work yeah the communication relationships yeah, yeah and then before you know it oh opportunities arise and you know a young black man sitting in this beautiful building and you know and, and, and them to just trust you to you know what I mean yeah man trust me to freely come freely, in film like, I don't think any stereotypical can just do that no no and that's why I'm very clever I'm very um, particular about the people I bring into the environment as well mm-hmm. and I really don't care what people think because a lot of people have this bougie elements of thinking oh you're only going to really associate with this type of people and it's like it's no different from like neighbourhoods and communities exactly. where I'm not welcome. yeah 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 do you know exactly, what I'm saying exactly yeah. if I'm not welcome in certain neighbourhoods because I'm too um Articulate, mm. too educated, too posh. Because mm, mm. I've been called those things. Before oh, I've as been well. called. Uh, you're, you're too white. It was white. You're not. Why, yeah, why yeah. you act like a? Yeah, why do you yeah, talk like you're, you're white? And, yeah, you speak like you're white. And, and I was thinking, so, but I speaking mean, like you're white is carrying yourself correctly. I tell you, man, it's scary because it, it's it's a mentality thing. It's not even the words that you say. It's the presentation. It's the character. Yeah. It's your unshakable willingness to commit that's the one that's what most people are scared of the fact that you can't stand still be quiet and listen and absorb information Mm. without throwing your opinion into things before you know you just want to throw it out Mm. this is the way it's supposed to be this is the way I think results must come and Mm. when they don't come frustration Mm. anger jealousy lots of things that come after the back so I think you just have to be, as I said, you have to recognise that we're not all the same. Mm-hmm. 
but I definitely feel passionate about this area and this lane because I know there's hundreds of thousands, if not mm. millions of other um, people that are like myself who think similarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't want to be labelled as a roadman. They don't want to be labelled as, you know, someone that's just in the neighbourhood who's just stylish, cool, yeah. whatever you want it to be. Like, there are other versions of us that are able to kind of tap into multiple spaces but still be respected mm. and I think it comes down to the respect I think it's important for people like ourselves mm -hmm. to be in spaces of that are professional that look like this because yeah it's representation man it's representation like not not everyone's going to be able to get those opportunities but if you can be in the spot to set a good example mm -hmm. maybe the next time that somebody is in these spaces looks at somebody who looks like you and they're not like, oh, yeah, they're, they're actually, you're not somebody I could work with. Like, yeah. They'll have at least a positive memory yeah. of somebody that can open another door. Which is funny, actually. Um, in a similar sort of setting, I had an opportunity during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, has I don't stop mm -hmm. thinking about opportunities and business Course. ideas. Yeah. I opened up a ghost kitchen. Nice. <laughs> okay. So I was doing nice. pizzas. Nice. Um, and I had Deliveroo and Just Eat oh, and cool. Uber Eats. So I was doing that um, as a side hustle. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I there was a space mm -hmm. where uh, near quite close to my home mm -hmm. where it was an office space. Nice, okay. But it, the guy actually gave me the opportunity to change it into oh. a, a makeshift ghost kitchen. Oh, and the, and nice. do you know what was the most important? Thing? Kitchens are hard to find, bro. Yeah, they are. But it's the conversation, the reason why he gave me opportunity. Because mm -hmm. like you're saying, he could have just looked at me and think, why am I wasting my time? Yeah. Why am I even going to trust this guy to run an idea that this place has never had it? Mm -hmm. With the stigmas that exist. With the stigma. Like, and I thought that was the most refreshing thing ever. Mm. For someone to give me an opportunity, mm. looking at me and my colour and young black man. Yeah. To enable for me to do it, yeah. And and I was, I was paying him the rent and everything mm -hmm. like that, and just as fine. And we we parted ways because it it, it just didn't work out. Yeah, parted ways, and nothing. Uh, you know, yeah, positive connection. That's positive like, connection, yeah. and it was just refreshing for mm -hmm. someone to give me opportunity, mm -hmm. and for me not to feel like oh, because of my colour, he didn't give it to me. <sighs> that's that's powerful, man. So, and, and while I'm on, while we're on that note. Mm. Um, big shout out to Podium Space as well. Okay. The, the people who control this this building and space, they they rent out the um, different spaces in here. Mm. But yeah, massive shout out to them because um, the ladies that I connected and communicated with before this opportunity came around, it was um, like you said, it's they could have just looked and seen the stigma of mm. what I'm doing, what I look like. But you almost have to defeat certain things first. Mm. You have to kind of quell certain um potential stresses or worries that people may have because mm. it's natural man like we're all fearful individuals we want to protect our in investments and yeah our assets. of course exactly so to the example they came to me first time we had to negotiate because mm. it wasn't just oh here you go here it is yeah so to come in they were very unsure at first of course and then it was like okay i'm not really sure how we can get a return on investment for this and these sorts of things and then i had to yeah. explain you know some of the people that i know ah uh. then Potentially, some of these people could help visibility for your place. Because I'm the only person in here doing this type of work. Exactly. So, yeah. They saw that, but then more importantly, now you have to prove it. Because they'll give you an opportunity. 
But yeah. then, now that they've seen people come through the door, they see and I'm validating it. Yeah. It kind of makes them feel good. And I had a conversation with one of the ladies, shout out to Vera, mm-hmm. um, who mentioned that she spoke with some of the, the team members mm-hmm. who, who work at Podium. And they were talking about this is the kind of clients and mm. this is the positive. And um, you know, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. It's like, it feels validating, like you said, to be no color yeah. issues. Just purely how you carry yourself. Yeah. Professionalism. Say what you're going to do. Do what you're going to say. Yeah. Show up on time. Basic things. Basic fundamentals. And that's why I think so much things have been pulled back from society today is because we've we've gone away from the fundamentals Mm. and recognizing those basic things, showing up on time. um, That's a huge humility. Huge one on me. Timekeeping is number one on my list. You have to be. You have to be punished from a young age to really. No, no. For me, I've always. I'm a. I'm a time addict. Like, that's good. I respect my time. Yeah, man. And I respect other people's time. Yeah. That's the most important yeah, one. You will never catch me late to anything. That's good. Ask any of my friends. Yeah, that's the way it should be. That's yeah. the way it always be early. Early is on time. On time is late. Always. I don't even fit the stereotype. Mm. Black people was late. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. didn't do that on purpose. No, 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 no. It's but just. It's just not me. Well, maybe you did do it subconsciously on purpose oh, maybe. to maybe counteract what that you know step- was coming because yeah. it's part of the stereotype, isn't no, it? No, I've had a manager say to me, well, you don't... You're yeah, not late on... Yeah, you're yeah. never late. Like, I'm thinking... But guess what? If you, if I was, would you employ me? Oh, exactly. <laughs> or if I was, it would be that running joke. <laughs> oh, it's normal. It's fine yeah. to be late. But if I get used to that stereotype, what opportunities am I... Do I, I might not show up to an interview on time because yeah. I think oh, I'm a stereotype I might, just, I might as well just carry that yeah I'm good with me right black people can always be late like, nah I'm, nobody I, should be exactly that. forget about exactly. like one racial group I value my time and I value other people's time yeah. um, and sometimes I do get a little bit upset because yeah. other people don't value my time yeah. in the same way facts yeah. facts alright alright Let's, let's, let's conclude this <laughs> yeah because okay, um, we could sit here and talk all day man, of like, course honestly. man <laughs> um, but yeah I want to get you to um, one mm-hmm highlight where people can find your pod right I'm going to make sure all links and stuff and all that stuff is in there but also if you want to leave the people any words of wisdom advice I'll do the same as well too but sure Um, my people then so if you want to catch me and my shows uh, visit the website www.drivebybrian.com should be straightforward got all links to my journal posts my YouTube and my podcast on there mm-hmm. and Spotify and stuff on Spotify mm-hmm. on Google on wherever you listen to your podcast I'm sure I'll be around mm-hmm. but if you just go and Google type in Drive by Brian mm-hmm. I should be up there okay. last words of wisdom or anything important um, what was one quote I've came across is find yourself mm-hmm. in everyone that you meet oh that's a good one I, it's not a quote that I've come across mm-hmm. it's just a thought that I had mm-hmm. when I was going somewhere <laughs> mm-hmm. and I feel that's very important for you to find yourself in everyone that you meet because you can relate and find the human behind the being yeah. so the being is we're yeah, constantly acting and reacting mm-hmm. um but we're human first mm-hmm. and take away the colour and all the yeah, other man. strip it down to yeah. we're all after the same thing we all want peace love and happiness absolutely bro yeah. yeah no that's powerful i like that i mean yeah just to add on to that for myself is uh 
you, you'll tend to find that the people that you connect with there is a connection it's just you need to identify what it is mm. so like you just mentioned about um, connecting with people and finding yourself through people mm. that you meet mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things where the people that you are consistently connected with there's a reason for that yeah and it could be a good reason maybe not so much of a good reason but I think it's your your job to find out you know what that reason is mm -hmm. and how those people around you help to benefit again if it doesn't if it's not benefiting your life it's not helping you move forward and supporting your goals then mm -hmm. you know maybe you need to try and find some more people who actually resonate with that you know what I mean of course but um yeah, as I said, we've been sitting and talking for a little while, man. It's been a fantastic conversation. Very natural. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's the best way. I think the best cast and best conversations I tend to have are the ones that I don't feel like I have to follow a whole line of questioning. And, mm. you, know, you hardly most of it. your book. Yeah, exactly. Because the question's already there. Yeah. And I kind of already knew. And then you even answered a lot of things as well when oh, we were right. talking. So it's just okay. like, all right, cool. I don't need to ask that. And, you know, again when you're with the right kind of people the right frame of mind you tend to find naturally you come to you, you get you get the answers you need you flow if that yeah. makes yeah if it makes sense man but um yeah it's been blessed brother it's been proper blessed man having you come on board and Thank i know you, you do yeah. audio um so guys please yeah. please go and listen out um for um for the episode that will be dropping and even other ones as well that you've previously done um because mm. yeah we're just trying to grow this space and just put our name out there further aren't it? of course, of course. Um, anything else you want to leave with the people bro no that was pretty much it and, uh, yeah. I appreciate you inviting me today 100%, and um, yeah 100% it's going to be um, we'll definitely connect again oh, 100% yeah, 1000% yeah this is just beginning no? it's yeah, like the first time we've had a chance to meet so <laughs> yeah. you know, naturally we're going to get a whole load of stuff out in our first meeting but 100% as we progress, we will probably work on a few projects behind yeah, closed I'd doors. I'd appreciate that, hundred percent. And we'll, yeah, we'll make some things happen, man. Thank you, guys. It's been a blessing, man. Um, as always, guys, um, go subscribe to my guy. Uh, big thank you for sharing your time. Most importantly, if you've mm. had a chance to sit down and enjoy this episode, um, yeah, go check out my guy. Um, subscribe to my content. I'm always releasing content, um, hopefully weekly, as um, as a bare minimum. But yeah about trying to give some more value to the people hopefully this resonates with at least one person out there and gives them some some advice or some ways of thinking that they can move forward positively so that being said thank you very much for tapping in guys and um, we will see you on the next episode <laughs> peace and love <laughs>